This is Radio Free Galaxy. It's time to go. This is the Space Age, and we are here to go. Welcome to Radio Free Galaxy. I'm the guy that can't put his feet under the desk because he owns too many tapes. And I'm Teen Komar. You didn't say your name, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the guy who can put his feet underneath the table because I don't have a shit ton of cassettes. And like, welcome to the like, Radio I'm Free the, Broadcast. I'm like, I'm the guy that can't put my feet under the desk. I'm like, do you have a name? <laughs> he is the one with no name. <laughs> Anyways. Three, three guys for a loop on that one, huh? Not me, because I did it to you, and you rolled with it like a pro <laughs> Anyway, yes, welcome to Radio Free Galaxy, episode 57. We've got an awesome show ahead for you. In the next segment, stay tuned. We will have a interview with... Um, Canadian-based hip-hop artist, Nevermind. Very cool dude. We already recorded that interview, so we know it doesn't suck. So definitely listen to that. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, you know what? Can we start over? You want to start over? Why? Actually, Adam and I didn't even introduce ourselves yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with that. Hey, that's Trisha no, and that's Adam. Adam. Doesn't have a, I'm a dude who doesn't have a shit ton of tapes on Trisha and Adam are also here. Trisha and Adam Yay. are also here. And in the next segment, we're going to welcome Trisha back to the podcast after taking some time off. So look forward to that. Because we already did that. <laughs> and then we're going to do it again. And then we're going to do it this time. So you get none of that right now. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, so we're going to do that, and we're also going to talk about Supernatural Season 11, right? Yep. And oh, we're burning through those seasons. It's Ripping awesome. Through. We're, just... we're getting through this. You're just, you can't wait to be done, right, Travis? Oh, just like, I just can't wait. It's not even because you're excited to see how it ends. It's just because you're excited for it to end. No, yeah, dude, really. dude, yeah. dude, he actually sits down and enjoys them while I even take naps. Like, oh. he won't even go anywhere. Like, he sits there and he's like, oh, no, 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 you can't. You got to watch this from the beginning. You got to go back to two episodes before to catch this thing. And I'm like, okay, Travis, wink, wink. Look, the important part that you just said is that you were taking naps while it was on. See, you guys, I've got a big secret for you. Christina actually watches very little of this show. But I remember more than you do. Nuh-uh. I do, too. 
Whatever. You know, no, I, say- I, felt be- I felt behind on watching this bullshit. I felt <laughs> bad about it. And here you are, not fucking watching it? I call fucking bullshit. Trish has at least seen it. I've actually, uh, no, and then I go back and rewatch it so I remember it because I watched it in like fucking November and it's taking forever to get to season 11. And I'm like, oh my God, I got to rewatch season 11. I've actually now rewatched it three, I've watched it two more times since <laughs> I originally watched it because obviously we talk about this all the time. I do not retain this yeah. shit for very yeah. long. Like it just goes out the fucking door. Like it's just, yeah, yep. it's just like, yeah, it's just like in and out. I was done fucking watch. I was done watching supernatural fucking a month ago. Yeah. Oh, really? You know how it ends? Yeah. Yes. Are you mad about it? No. Okay. No spoilers. I'm no, You're not actually, you know what? I, I'm, I'm, that was vague. That was no, vague as hell, well, dude. Reactions are spoilers, in my opinion. So, hmm. we'll, we'll get to that. I'm actually Hello. super invested in the storyline that's going on right now in season yes. 13 that I'm watching. I love it. I, I like season 13 so far. And I'm just giving you crap, Christine. I know you watch it all the time, but you're trying to multitask and do multiple things. You, you know, you can't just sit there and watch 15 seasons of a show and not do something else while you're watching you it, know including you're getting... naps. You know, the thing <laughs> is, like, while I'm sleeping, I can guarantee you're looking for a very dopey, sad Sam face so you can get it tattooed <laughs> on your back. Oh, that only <laughs> happens every five minutes, a dopey Sam face? I'm just saying, you need, you need like, him shedding a tear, a single man tear, a single man you, tear. on your back. A single man tear. Single man tear. And we will also be talking about the Bad Batch, the newest episode, and the newest episode of Loki. We'll be talking about those. So what's new with you guys? Christine, you watch anything cool this week? Did I watch anything cool this week? No, but I played a lot of old school uh, video games on the PlayStation and Sega Genesis. Ooh, I played some with her. Um, yeah, she did. Uh, yes- yesterday. Yep. Yeah, we you played guys Mortal were... Kombat, and I totally whooped her ass. Yeah, you fucking kicked my ass, man. I was ashamed after that. But then we played uh, Streets of... Was it Fire? Streets of Rage. Streets of Rage. Streets of Rage. I don't know. I Streets, just Streets of thing. Rage 3. Yeah, and that game is... It's a pretty good uh, side-scroller. It, it was really weird that I, like, uh, I totally remembered playing that, like, back in the day, because I had a Sega Genesis or whatever. I'm like, I totally remember this game. I remember playing this game. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Um, I felt like I should have done better, though. <laughs> no, it's a hard. It's kind of hard. It's, it's kind of hard. It game. is kind of hard. I mean, it's more or less like coordination. Because the worst thing about some of those games, like I think they started doing that in like uh, Double Dragon, is where you can actually hit your like the person you're playing with, and you can take away their um, you know, Power. like their health points. And I hate that. That is my one. <laughs> thing, like one of my gripes for side scrollers, if you have dual players, is that you well, should be able to hit each other. My th- brother, my brother and I used to be like petty as fuck, and we would be like mad at each other, and we would just, <laughs> just start beating each other double, up. In uh, double dragon, we would just shit. start kicking each other's ass. Like, <laughs> fuck you! I'm gonna make you fucking die. Get the fuck out of here! I'll just play by myself, and you have to like. And then we would just be sitting there fighting amongst ourselves. And we never made it past the first board. Nope. <laughs> shit, we used to go. The, we used to go to Legends Castle, my siblings and my dad and everything, and like occasionally we'd play Rampage. So it'd be like my older brother and my and the younger my two older sisters, and like literally half the time I'd spend defending my sister from my brother, and then I'd be like, oh fuck it, I'll beat her ass too. Why not? You know? yeah. But see, that's even worse though when you're playing an arcade game that's taking actual quarters or tokens, and oh, you can yeah, and man. you can hit your person that you're supposed to be cooperating with. 
you know, and you're accidentally <laughs> punching and kicking them, you're like, dude, you're wasting my fucking quarter, and bro. And not only that, you can actually get physically hit by your, uh, you know, older yeah. you know, siblings. So yeah. that's some bullshit on top of that. Exactly. So, yeah. So, Trisha, what you been up to? Uh, well, my band played a show in Green Bay last Friday, and it was... One of your bands. Yeah, my band Murder Generation. Yeah, one of my bands, isn't that right? Because you know, uh, well, yeah. So one of my bands, Murder Generation, played up in Green Bay. Uh, we played with the Sudafeds and uh, Bud. We kind of like jumped on the show last minute. Somebody like went out and they suggested us, and it was like this outdoor. It was at Keggers, which is outdoor outside of Lyric Room, and it was it was so fun. It was so fun. Like those people, man, they were so enthusiastic. Um, and then, uh, Travis came down and filled my, filmed my other band just to get some stuff on Facebook, uh, for Atrocity Addiction, my metal band. And I think Travis likes that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think you guys are cool. It's, it's, it's like to describe the sound. I mean, to, to go very generic with the sound, I would, I would say it's something, it's a grinding kind of slower thrash metal somewhere between like a, a Pantera or I don't know it's kind of got grinding guitars too like kind of like Black Sabbath a little but much heavier vocals and yes. stuff so yeah Dust, yeah Dustin yeah. Moon is the singer in that band and he's uh he was on the podcast before yeah. um and he does like really awesome like screamo vocals but the, mm -hmm. the music has a really good Group. groove and mm -hmm. i think everybody in that band is like super solid so we did we released some stuff and we have a facebook page called it's just if you just google or just facebook search for atrocity addiction you can find that one and then um you know and then i got a puppy that i'm that's still here and uh <laughs> yeah, the puppy. and uh Yep, she uh, went to the vet this week and got her. She's all fully vaccinated with her first rabies shot and whatever. So you know she's safe now. Um, yeah, so you know awesome. a lot going on. Awesome, Adam. Any anything you've been checking out, watching that we should check out? Uh, actually, I checked out that new Amazon. Uh, Tomorrow War, not terrible, pretty good. Um, Do you think we should review it next week? Should I watch it? Uh, I think you should watch it. You can decide for yourself if you think we should review it. I don't, I'm kind of on the fence about whether or not it's worthy of a review. It's uh, definitely like, it, it's, I would suggest it if you like time travel type movies, mm -hmm. you know, because yeah. there's some cool shit with that. Um, if you're a fan of Chris Pratt, go see it. Yeah. Uh, he does a really good job in it. It's pretty good action. The nemesis in there, the antagonist, pretty cool actually. Is it J.K. Simmons? Is he the is he the antagonist or is it someone else? No, um, it's uh, so the premises of it basically is there's some shit happening in the future, mm -hmm. so they uh, pull some people from the past to fight it. Okay, is there like a lack of like soldiers or? Yeah, kinda. Or is um, that a spoiler why they have to do it? Uh, no, not okay. really. Um, right. so. So they sent some people back to yeah. come tell everybody, like, hey, dude, our future's kind of fucked. We need to get ahead out of it now. So, like, yeah. it's, we're not as fucked later. Yeah. And um, it's aliens. So, I mean, no big no big spoiler there. Right. Um, the aliens are just super fucking cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I want to check it out, so I'll watch it, and maybe we'll do at least a brief fucking talk I about think, it. you know, like, it, it kind of not being Trisha's bag, I think you and Trisha might enjoy it. Wow. Hmm. Wow. Oh, wow. Hey, I wasn't paying Ooh. attention. What's it called? <laughs> <laughs> and the t- that's the, the show, War. folks. <laughs> it's, it's called the t- Tomorrow War. Yeah. Okay. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it in horror. It's definitely more sci-fi. With I, I horror elements? Almost, Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Because you yeah. almost lost me. You almost lost me. You went sci-fi. Oh. <laughs> Trisha. Uh, Trisha. I don't know. Trisha. The alien. The aliens are pretty fucking badass. Okay. Right. Like, like, dude, pretty fucking cool. And it's like, got, it, it does have great production value. I mean, like, Amazon does do a good job of as that. As long as know? I don't turn into a nerd, I guess I'll check <laughs> it out. <laughs> All right, cool. So we'll check that out. And I tell you what, let's take a break and we'll roll right into that interview because it's a good one. And we will see you back after that for some television reviews, as promised. Stay tuned. This episode of Radio Free Galaxy is brought to you by Mr. T's Knuckle Shoes. They're the only brass knuckle shoes on the market for when pitying a fool ain't quite enough. Mr. T's Knuckle Shoes. Get some. Welcome back to the show. I'm joined by Trisha. Trisha, what's going on, dude? Hey, long time no podcast. Yeah, I mean... Actually, I was on like two weeks ago, but kind of more as... Yeah host and the guest well yeah you were like the guest like two weeks ago which was kind of weird uh <laughs> but you're back to, you're back to co-hosting and uh you you actually might be on the segment right before this we don't know yet so we yeah, might have already welcomed you back so i don't know but uh we have another interview we haven't had one in a few weeks and we're expanding out our genres uh this is our first hip-hop artist that we have ever had on the show not yeah. not because you and I aren't fans, but Because just... we are. We're actually huge fans. Like if you check my Spotify. Yeah. Like, it's like half black metal or not half. Like, you know, it's like black metal, punk rock, and <laughs> then it's like hip hop and rap. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. it confuses Travis. It, it doesn't Travis confuse me, it infuriates me. It infuriates <laughs> me. I can I was driving with you the in the car the other day and you put on your your one playlist your grand playlist and just fucking played it and it was driving me fucking nuts because it was it was all awesome music but it was like dude i cannot jump back and forth like this dude yeah that's anyway. my thing so yeah so Anyways. anyway we have our first hip-hop artist on the show today uh he's from actually thunder bay ontario and uh he's we we found out about him through uh han solo records right and um, I put, I actually put out the call in a cassette collector group uh, that I'm in. And I was like, hey, we're looking to book some guests, uh, musical guests for upcoming podcast episodes. Anybody have a band or they're an artist and, you know, they've got some stuff out. And then uh, Thomas from Ansel Records contacted us and was like, hey, I know a couple of hip hop artists in Toronto. They love to be on they've got new music they want to promote blah 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 and through that we got uh introduced to nevermind welcome to the show nevermind how you doing man uh you doing i'm doing good, doing good. And, and you and just Happy for the record you, you like everybody calls you nev 
right? Nev, yeah. yeah. You know what that makes me think of? Have you ever seen that show Catfish? Catfish, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I've heard of it. Yeah, Man, the, the main dude was Nev. Oh, was it? So. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so, like, that's the only other time I've heard anybody refer to that. Uh, oh, okay. Like, so, like, I can, yeah, so, anyways. Just- Years ago, I mean, it, it was kind of like a joke when I was a young kid. And people were always asking, oh, what's your rap name? And I was like, never mind. They'd be like, no, what's your rap name? I'd be like, never mind. <laughs> so it just played out. And here I am so, 25 years later. So did you, uh, so is that like, like you wanted to be a rapper though? Or like, in, oh, but yeah, you didn't, was that was like in the up. early years before you like decided on a name and then you were making the joke and you're like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I'm yeah, just going to yeah. do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice. Nice. So when did you start? Like, it, are you originally from Thunder Bay or? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I grew up here, and yeah. I, I guess I was, I was really into like hip hop. So I look, I'd say 1978 is yeah. when I was born. So yeah, hey, we're like almost the same age. We're yeah. like 88, I would have been 10. So yeah. right? maybe like early 90s. Uh, that's when I started getting into you know like uh, hip hop and the culture and stuff like that you know early 90s and uh mm-hmm. and going through high school and whatnot and then directly after high school uh you know i was already rapping at the time but i didn't like you know it was just kind of like freestyling at parties and that was about it you know like i was writing in my little book but i wasn't doing nothing serious but uh i guess about uh yeah 19 20 i got a girl pregnant and mm. uh she had this uh, awesome story that moving out to um um, Vancouver, uh, I could work at the post office for a month. So, you know, I packed up everything. We took this newborn baby, got out there, and uh, her mom was like, I never said that. What are you talking about? You know what I mean? And this girl just went off and started doing crack and shit like that. And I was like, whoa, what oh. the fuck is going on? You know? Like, yeah. So I ended up coming back to Thunder Bay uh, after I got my custody, full custody of the child. She didn't even show up mm-hmm. to Ooh. take her child. So I ended up coming back with a, a two-year-old child back to Thunder Bay. And at this time, you know, like, I was a single father, so I wasn't, you know, going to go out party no more, you know. And I was, I didn't know nothing about computers, okay? Like, being in the age that I was growing up, I didn't follow through with that or nothing. So my rap was just like, you know, it was like a party thing. Mm -hmm. But at that time, boom, my brother is like all into computers, uh, ended up hooking me up with a, you know, computer. And at that time, you know, hip-hop, we were getting a little older. Hip-hop was getting serious. I had some friends that were, like, doing shows, uh, bringing Naughty by Nature to town and stuff like that. Nice. So uh, I, they started teaching me how to use this computer. And, uh, you know, I was at home with my son all the time, cooking and cleaning and stuff like that. So this computer was, you know, after he'd go to bed, I'd start making beats. And I'm making, like, 7,000 instrumentals over the last, like, 20 years. Just wow. crazy. Do you still have all those files or most of them? Oh, yeah, got them. Yeah. Got them all. all. Like, I, I backed them up on hard drives. I gave them to people yeah. just to hold on to, just in case a fire ever happened. Yeah. Or anything like that. Like, I don't have all the stems and everything for a lot of yeah. the old stuff, but, yeah. you know, the newer stuff I do. So. so, like, back in the late 80s, like, when you said you, like, started listening to hip hop, because we're, you know, we're the same age. Yeah. Um, we're, we're really close. Like, I'm slightly older than everyone here. Um, oh. Yeah, I was, I, I was born in 78. We're, we're together in 78. Yeah. I was right born on. in uh, 77. So, okay. um, right uh, so like, we're, you know, we're all in the same group. Yeah, yeah, so we, we, we kinda, kind of, we probably, yeah. So like, I mean, I was, I'm always, you know, I, I like, I just like heavier things in general. And I always found myself, um, like I didn't, um, 
deviate from anything that was heavy. So like if it like I was really like I really like eighties, nineties gangster rap. That's my okay. Jam. Oh yeah, like Spice like One, when, Matt Banks, like when and NWA South came Central out. Cartel. NWA came out. I was like, that's shit, and like, uh, um, yeah, all that stuff. Oh, or yeah. uh, what was it? Three Six Mafia. Like oh, yeah. any any of that stuff was. Uh, I was just like, if it, it if it bangs, like, dude, I'm gonna listen to it. But I was a huge fan of that in those years. Like, I still yes. I got a massive CD collection still, yeah. and that's yeah. Um, you said that. <laughs> speaking, we're we're going to be talking a lot about your uh, latest record that you put out. the The name of the record is Yes Men, and that's also the name of the group with the group you and royalty. royalty. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it just came out in April, and I I've been listening to it uh, since we talked about doing this interview. Right. And speaking about your influences, I'm going to guess there's. Uh, a big portion of like Houston rap in there too, isn't there? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I hear it, I hear it on this record. I hear it on this record a lot, uh, especially on tracks like uh, "I'll Be That" and okay. uh, and yeah, yeah. and "Money." I was hearing it a lot, just like kind of like the '90s, like chopped and screwed kind of thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Going on, which is, yeah. you know, totally well, known for in Houston, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, uh, well, what's Houston? Houston is like the what the Ghetto Boys, uh, yeah. Bun B, Pimp C. Oh, I know the Ghetto you know, Boys. Like, yeah, yep. dude, I feel yep. that. Yep. Exactly. Like the, the southern, southern feel. Yeah, it's uh, definitely. You know, like those, those are even some of the CDs in my collection. Yeah, of course. Are you are you a fan of like the whole Cash Money thing or? I, I was like I wasn't the biggest fan around that time because mm. that was like uh, that's when I I started like after my son was born and i started rapping myself yeah okay and uh, around that time like i guess it was really into like underground nerdy rap and stuff i yeah. started veering away from a lot of the game like i've been all over the place there was times i would just listen to tom waits for like a whole year fuck you know yeah dude I mean? like <laughs> like uh, i'm a weirdo you know like i listen to all kinds of music myself I, I, hey I, you're on the perfect podcast on because yeah. we're all a little weird here I'm yeah <laughs> like I, I go i support all kinds of shows and music like most of the time i get pulled up on stages with like metal bands and stuff like that so nice and it's just they don't like it's nothing that i had worked out they're just like we're just all drunk and they're like hey you get up here and freestyle during this so so i guess uh as far as uh like hip-hop and rap like what is like uh we are completely unfamiliar with you know what canada and toronto specifically is like as far as like hip-hop culture and rap and like what it what is it like um where you are where i am well i mean you know i mean it's it's just to us it just it seems like yeah what's yeah what's the scene like you know like you don't think of like that you know like you don't associate canada and hip-hop right exactly you just don't you just don't like i mean i probably wouldn't be the best one to to give any like uh opinion on this because i'm just in this little chill town uh yeah i mean i've been Uh, here forever but right yeah but do you, do you find like you I, get a, I tour a, a good and stuff? Resp- people, people are yeah, people are really nice and 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 I don't know. I I, I like that. I like uh, the support I get. I guess. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, is it is it hard finding like venues to play though, or like there are a lot of clubs that are like open oh, do to? You, do you yeah. do shows? Oh, I do tons. I'm actually uh, very lucky, I guess, uh, in my town. Um, yeah, I get lots of shows here. I've had uh, a friend, uh, Frank Lafredo. He 
he runs a bar called Crocs and he bought in probably thousands of shows over the last like decade so like I I had posters covering a whole room in my house there of just shows that we did when I was rolling with Sleep Clinic and your dad yeah. a couple bands uh, back yeah in the I, li- I actually listened to some of that so I, I actually liked your dad <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that a lot that was yeah like... that's a cool group that guy used to be in an old metal band too and he's just oh. uh, the other guy that I work with, and he's just, uh, he's hes fun. I, I didn't really like him at first. I was like, oh, who's this weirdo, you know? I'd never do a song with this guy, and then I ended up being one of my bestest friends. It was good. Two, nice. two weird, different people. So, so like, with with uh, the S-Men, because, you yeah. know, something happened with royalty, we can, we can elaborate on that, but, like, uh, yeah. you're not going to be able to perform this live, correct? No, 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 no. I okay. was, uh, like unless I unless I do his verses too, but that ain't gonna do no justice. Yeah. No right. one else and, is and, really and gonna do him justice because yeah. he's so unique, you know. So. Yeah. Yeah, and he passed away this year, correct? No, no. Or uh, this month, like within these days that we're in right now, but five years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the album, the album I finished up after after I took a break and. Yeah. So you guys started. I read you guys started making this record in 2016, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we finished it like in 2016 too. Okay. And it, you said that he he passed away, and then you finished it just after he passed away. Yeah, I didn't change okay. anything. I just you know I just needed to be okay, all fixed up, and okay. so then. What was Without, the what was the delay in releasing it? Was it just an emotional thing, or yeah, trying yeah. to find somebody to put it out, or? No, that was just me. Yeah. yeah, that was just me being in a slump. Yeah, I can take that. And he and he he was the one that would usually put out stuff too. You know what I mean? Like right. this is uh, this was kind of newer to me, but I did it for him. You know what I mean? Like right. I had to yeah. learn how to do it for him. So. Absolutely. Because yeah. we sure, had like, that. Uh, he would he would have appreciated that. It yeah, sounds like, exactly. You know, because that like sounds like that would be, you know, what he would have wanted regardless of anything. So uh, even interviews too. This is all new for me. He he would have been the one to do that. I'm I'm a little shy. <laughs> I'm not <Aww>. shy. <laughs> oh, damn it! <laughs> I was no, like, oh, awesome, that sounds man. so sweet, but no, it's not. <laughs> no, he lied. It's not, it's not. <laughs> and, and you guys worked together for quite a while, right? You guys met oh, yeah. like That's, 2000-ish, uh, right? My, yeah, my story uh, when I first got my kid and I got that computer, uh-huh. Dante. So it was me and Dante and my computer. And then uh, my mom would babysit on odd weekends and I would go to these shows. And there was a freestyle battle going on. My yeah. friends were putting on and they asked me to be in. And I was like, no, nah, I ain't going to go in it. What battle you two guys? Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. So they ended up making me judge, and man, this battle there was like, there was like thirty people showed up, and like I'm saying, maybe ten of them were good, and I was like, I was gonna, oh. yeah, I was gonna be <laughs> like, how many sucked? Yeah. How many like, oh, yeah. how many were just yeah. like, uh, how many got stuff. like, yeah, yeah. I, I actually videotaped lots of it, so it's, I feel bad. But um, <laughs> so out of those ten, you say were good? Were they like really good, or they were like capable? They were capable. Right. there's a couple better than me but right. <laughs> um so i anyways i went i went up to them and one was royalty and i was like man fuck, you're like really dope fuck you know like i've never met you before Hi, i'm nev you know like blah 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 shot the shit I, well that's when we our friendship bonded or whatever he ended up coming over uh during the weekdays i get off work and 
put my kid to bed and then he'd show up and he'd bring like over two two forties of beer. One for me, one for him. Yeah. We sit there and we'd only drink one forty and we record a song and we both go to a fucking work the next day and shit like that and yeah. and we just keep doing that and we ended up one of the first Yes Men album. And that was uh what, twenty years ago. Wow. Twenty two years ago. And so how many how many uh releases did you guys put together over your well, I'd say three Yes Men albums. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one EP and there was uh, one album called Nana Bijou with his brother Lev mm-hmm. and uh, Lev was his younger brother because after T had uh, like he, T went all over Canada lived in different places like Winnipeg Nanaimo um, he would go for two years and then come back and we had that friendship we wouldn't even talk while he'd be gone other than like messages here and there yeah but as soon as he came back we were like brothers like no, nothing changed you know what i mean like yeah so uh but his little brother came in after he left one time and we had, his name was inalev mm-hmm. so we had an album called nevlev that's funny we <laughs> took the you know the names of nev right. and Lev. yeah that's funny we didn't it wasn't much of an album probably just a little ep we put out that was a long time ago so What's, what would you say like your first serious project was like would have been the yes men the first okay. first yes men album so okay. this is like yeah this, this is the end of the the yes men i guess you know what i mean the whole the whole trilogy right yes what's the uh, story behind the origin of the name of the yes men is there is there a oh, good yeah, story yeah. behind that or yeah yeah we kept yesing each other yeah we just kept yesing each other we were both like holy fuck you're dope it's, you know fuck (laughs) yes keep doing what you're doing man whatever you're doing do it you know like we never ever we were never on each other's asses about what we were doing you know we'd just laugh all the time make up new jokes look at shit like sometimes we'd hang out and just try and find the shittiest rapper like if we found the shittiest rapper the shittiest music (laughs) we would like save it until we seen each other so then we could show each other we'd have like a shitty music off you know what i mean like what do you got you'd be like oh i got this song where this guy, you know, says this. Oh my god, you know, now that I know this and we're friends on Facebook, anytime I hear <laughs> something super fucking shitty, I'm gonna send it to you. Oh, 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 I'm gonna call <laughs> I'm gonna it amazing. I'm gonna be like, oh wait, I heard something super <laughs> terrible, you gotta listen to this. Oh, yeah. I love, actually, like, Travis knows this, like, uh. I love terrible things. <laughs> in general. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, you do. Like, hey, every- you know what? I'll remember you said that forever on this podcast. I no, will remember I know, that you said that the next time. <laughs> There's the proof. <laughs> the next no, time that you want to watch a show that's 15 seasons long and you want to fucking review every season on the fucking podcast that we're only up to fucking season 11 of. I'll remember you said that shit. Yeah, it's going to get edited into a theme song. Yeah. I like shitty things. I like shitty things. Dude, dude, Chad. We've done top tens, and I've put some shitty-ass favorites on there. Like, I like the movie Queen of the Damned, and everybody fucking thinks that movie sucks. And I'm like, it's got 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like... Uh, like it's oh, yeah, everybody I thinks I don't, I don't listen to any of that shit people's reviews and opinions are yeah, like they're but still, you know, but still so. like you know i like what i like i like shitty horror movies i like weird <laughs> shark movies that are terrible oh, like wow. whatever yeah Dude. that's 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 a taste man <laughs> i was just uh i was just uh testing some uh i sell a lot of cassettes and i, and I collect cassettes you know and i was mm-hmm. listening to some uh bass cassettes some like 90s bass cassettes that i fucking bought last week and uh, i was listening earlier today 
and and those you know they're cool and everything but like yeah, some yeah. of some of the refrains in those songs i was listening to one earlier today it was like cadillacs and bitches baby hell yeah dude that's conscious hip hop. that right actually should that should be the theme song dude see? <laughs> that was the whole refrain of the song and it, it was like so strangely awful but i was like loving it man like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> i've been walking around all day like anytime christine yeah. asked me anything i'm like cadillacs and bitches baby oh, well. hell yeah that's <laughs> relevant i mean like relevant actually, as fuck. i bet i bet i bet nev here is like i wish i wrote that I know. oh yeah dude it's genius it's fucking oh, genius. genius now i don't want to sell genius. this tape i just because i always want to play it for anybody that comes over i'm like I, there's no way i can't fucking sell this man <laughs> and that is why travis is becoming the closet hoarder yeah, I am. I I was just telling her, Neb, I was just telling her, fucking dude, I can't even, I'm sitting at my desk right now, and I can't even put my feet under my desk because I have too many stacks of tapes under my desk, dude. <laughs> Let's not count the ones that are on on, on top of the desk and on the, you know, on the walls and shit, but like, dude, it's, it's a problem, man. Anyway. Uh, speaking of which, though, uh, you released this on cassette, am I right? Yes, I did. did- Oh, yes, dude, yeah, see? it's a sexy I, orange cassette too, ain't it? Because Tra- yes, you it know is. Travis got it. Oh, awesome. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, yeah I got so. a bunch beside me actually. No, it's. I a, mean, it's that's a, actually that's how this whole podcast is happening is from yeah. a cassette group. So right. you know. Yeah, it I mean, seems really appropriate, and I appreciate a cassette release, man. Was that your idea, or was it um, Han Solo where they were suggesting it? Yeah, that was his suggestion. Absolutely. Which is which is awesome because I do have a lot of DJ friends that collect tapes and have mm-hmm. tape collections and stuff like that. And it's, I don't know, just the flex on it, you know? Like, I put it on top of my boombox and I'm like, yeah, that's right. It fucking that's looks right. cool, man. Hell that's yeah, right. That's dude. my tape. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> uh, man. It's fucking so it's, nice, yeah, it's, man. It's nice. And it's also on CD. We grew up in that time when we had tapes, you know? Like, oh, yeah. I still have a bunch on top of my fridge here, you know? Like. Yeah, I don't even know what I got up there. Crisscross, MC Sean. Yeah. So do you do you ever uh like uh perform outside of your area or yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is uh, it mostly in Canada or yeah I I can't go down to the states I have no? charges so I gotta get out. Oh. oh, I can't I got, go to Canada. I got, <laughs> I got busted a few years ago with lots of cocaine on me. Oh okay. Oh. When in I the was States? when I was touring, no, no, here, but the charges oh. like they see that shit at the border and they're like, no, no, we don't want none of you. You right. had over. See, an ounce you know, of and it, no. it's weird because Canada's like way stricter. Like I can't go there because I got a DUI in 2013. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And they're like, no, just... no, that's a felony here. You can't come. Yeah. So I probably can't come either. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I understand. I just, you know. <laughs> Travis no, served no, some time and Travis served some time in prison. I did. Yes, I, I did. did. Too. I did too. <laughs> oh. I did right. too. A little while there after. Uh... It's all right, man. We've all been there, been through it, made yeah. us stronger. I don't fucking regret one second of it. No, I don't either. I was I was partying and yep. kind of touring and performing all the time. And, yep. you know, my kid was uh, living with my, my mother at the time. She had a really nice house. Yeah. And she was living in it alone. She was watching this house. And my son went and moved out there and let me kind of do my performing for a few years there yeah and uh, went crazy i did a lot of drugs had a lot of fun and spent a lot of time on stage 
Oh, yeah. And, and spend some time in and some time in lock up. And then it happens. <laughs> now on a podcast with us. <laughs> now I'm back just recording music and working and Exactly, man. There's a way right. back and a, and a like, lot of a it job with me, so a lot yeah. of it is through creation, right? That's like a way yeah. back and a way to get out of that fucking, you know, destructive lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, I just have one quick question, uh, though. So, like, your kid's an adult now, right? Yeah, yeah, he's 20. He's going to be 23 in October. So, he just oh, lives wow. upstairs, yeah. He's, uh, yeah. Congratulations. He, works, uh, cleans, on, uh, on... he runs a cleaning thing with me. So, like, I work at a company, but the guy who owns my company also owns the company that he works for. So, I got him a job, and he's doing awesome. Works every day. Yeah. Good kid. Good. Yeah. Good. That's, yeah, good to hear. Like, despite, you know, circumstances and whatever, he's still, you know, you still got that. Like, your yeah, spawn yeah. is doing well. Spawn. Oh, yeah, he's doing really good. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit more about the uh, Yes Men record that uh, we want to promote and get people to <laughs> listen to and buy. And, and we will be sharing links and all that sort of stuff absolutely. on this episode. So everybody can check it out after the fact. But, yeah, let's... Yeah. The easiest way to find it is Bandcamp, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I do have links uh, for you. but I, Okay. Yeah, send us the best yeah. links. after. Yeah. Like, you can just message our our Facebook, yeah, yeah. and we'll put the links that you want up there to okay. promote everything. Absolutely. But uh, let's talk a little bit. My two, I was saying it earlier, my two favorite tracks on the record are I'll Be That and Money. They're both okay. got, like, a super chill vibe. Yeah, and yeah. fucking, um, what's the sample that you're using on oh, uh, I'll Be That? Do you remember? I do not remember off the top of the head, but I definitely am using a sample. Yeah. I just, like I said, the 7,000 beats. Right. I can't even remember which one. <laughs> right. in, in the moment, I just spoke to Joy, and I'm like, uh, I tried to think off the <laughs> oh, top of the head. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I probably even have to listen closely, yeah. and I don't know. Okay. If you if you if you remember you find out, let me know because man, I I was really digging that fucking sample on there, and I was like, man, this is you, you did all the production on that. Yeah, yeah, the whole album. The whole album, man, yeah. I, I love it. It's fucking I, sounds great. I'm would you say like, so? You you would say though that you learned all of your like production skills then from royalty, correct? No, no, the no? production. No, no, he 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 just rapped. Oh, okay. I guess he so could make was... beats too. That was just all me. I was making that stuff. Uh, I just had like other friends that t- showed me the programs, gotcha. how to use them, like some some old editing programs, like uh, old Cool Edit, and then you know basically old Fruity Loops. You know how to oh yeah I move the stuff around. And once I got to learn how to pattern everything, I just kind of it was weird though because I never really made what I was trying to make. Yeah. I don't know if that makes any sense. Like It does actually I, to me as somebody who um is not tech like I'm not tech savvy when it comes to recording mm-hmm. software or whatever and anytime I use it like my intention I have an idea to go yeah. in and do something um cuz I actually want to do like an industrial thing and it's like every time I do something it comes out different but yeah, it doesn't yeah. come out bad. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's it's kinda what I was like, got. I was like, yeah, it just ended up with something completely different. So it was it was always an adventure every time. <laughs> it's, like, choose, it's like just spin yeah. the wheel your adventure like i love it i love it uh, we I were always just I trying to get so way. much done you know like uh other people were doing other stuff i'd be like uh, uh music it's like you get it done and it's there 
Yeah. You yeah. Know, once it's recorded, it's it's there now. Like you could go back at it any time. You know, it was always nice to have a big catalog that you could dive into. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be like, hey, yeah. you want to see this? You want to see what? Or remember with your friends? You know what I mean? Like step back ten years and be like, remember when we did this song? Yeah. So what would you say is are your favorites? Off My favorites. Of that record. Okay. Well. Yeah. Okay. I mean, cause we all. I mean, I got records out, and like I got. I mean, there I got some favorites. Like, I don't like to say, like, oh, I love it all, but, I mean, there's some that I'm like, <laughs> like, if I wasn't in this band, I'd love that fucking song. Yeah. I, I really love Judono. Yeah. Featuring Leo B. Dope. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just love, like, the, the, uh, the, the horns, like, the way the, mm-hmm. it jumps around. Um, yeah. All Day, the second track. Yeah. I don't know why the beat on that. I just always loved it. Yeah. And then, um, Mercy on My Soul. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'd say all day mercy on my soul. You don't know, and nose up the very last one. Yeah, it's a good oh. song too. I like that song a lot too. Yeah, yeah. The, the the last three tracks to me are absolute fire. So oh, yeah, I yeah, fucking yeah. I, Money I, like I love thing. too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So like, uh, so do you then um like I noticed I, mean, I like all of them actually. <laughs> <laughs> They're all your babies. Know. Yeah, my, I don't know if precious. it's on. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, my precious. I don't know if it's on this album or other albums that I listen to because I listen to a lot of stuff but I do like the instrumental samples that you I think they're samples but and I think it's with your dad that there's like a a, like a flute sample as a former flute player oh yeah yeah it definitely Uh, would be a sample because I ain't playing the flute (laughs) I I didn't know like it actually it actually sounds so so real and so good and it's like timed so perfectly where okay. I had a, I had a, I had an issue thinking like, is this like, is, is he playing flute? No, no, no. I thought you brought somebody in to uh, like do yeah. it because it's just such, it's just so well timed and so well placed, and it's like normally people can't get that like, there's like a breath in it and like whatever. So like whenever you like, and I, I caught that with a lot of things. That's the one that stood oh, stood you. out. But anytime oh. you use real instruments, you seem to use them very. Um, appropriately and effectively oh, and how whatever you're doing with that like it's just my ear just my yeah. ear and slicing yeah and it it's really dude, really it's tight so... slices though i make sure i go down microscopic i make sure that line's touching the line you know nice yeah where my cut is at the beginning and yeah. at the end i've seen people sample stuff and they're just sloppy they look at that yeah no and then they put it over they don't put that and they don't put the like especially like when you use like wind instruments in a sample or it's actually like i also say this about guitar players like i feel like it needs and it has well wind instruments need a musical breath yeah and um like because if you were actually having a real wind instrumental list they would have to breathe you can't just like yeah. Like keep playing it over and over because that's not how it would actually work if there yeah. was a real person. Yeah. And it's kind of like the same with like people doing guitar solos that uh-huh. don't fucking take a breath, where you're just like, yeah. "Shut the fuck up, break." <laughs> that's right? about enough out of you, buddy. Yeah, like, you're, you're you have like such a like you you really finesse like real instruments. So I gotta give like props to you at like you know. I, I have mean, I have the utmost respect for people that play real instruments. To tell you yeah. the truth. Yeah. A like lot of my you friends totally do, do it justice. Yeah, you totally I would do it actually justice. way rather have everything played by live band. Nice, to right. tell you the truth, that's right just a and, lot of work. Yeah. And the way and the way that you have it written, though, like you actually have it written, like where it would be, 
it, oh, it yeah, would yeah, just yeah. make sense. It would actually Rides make sense. coming in, hats coming in, stuff mm. like that. A lot of yes. people don't do that. It's just like a beat loop. You know, like, yeah. I didn't want that. I want, you know, change-ups. Yeah. A little yeah. bit, at least. Yeah. Even though yeah. my, it's still pretty circular. I don't know. Nice. I, you know, it's like, you know, it's, it's it's just like one of those things where it's like, I mean, as, as a person that is a multi-instrumentalist, like, I'm just like listening and I'm just like, where I'm even sitting there going, like, is that real? Is that not real? Like, you know, oh, where, right like, on. I, normally I can tell because I'm like, we're not breathing. So we know <laughs> this isn't real. Or yeah. like, or it doesn't sound like, I mean, sound It doesn't right, sound or, natural. Or, yeah. or it doesn't sound, like, every, every time you, you like, you yeah. sample the instruments or whatever, it's yeah. just, you have just a, you just have really good finesse with that, so. Yeah. Um, just, I really like digging, too. I, I love Strange. I don't know why. Yeah. I went off on a thing in the. Uh, the 2000s i would just like listen to the most obscure thing find the most obscure you know what i mean right people yeah. would say gg allen and i'm like wow what are you talking about man i did that yeah. 10 years ago. i knew about that guy 10 years ago yeah no, get right? out of here yeah i want obscurity <laughs> real real obscurity like everybody knows about everybody knows about that dude at that point in time we all knew yeah, about yeah. gg yeah, allen yeah. like come on man he got yeah, arrested you know, that, here and put in jail <laughs> Absolutely. So we only got a few minutes left. Uh, never right. mind. So I want to find out, are you working on anything currently? Can we expect anything more in the future? Yes, I'm actually the new solo album I'm working on right now. Yeah. It's going to be, uh, I'm going to try and put that out on tape as well. Nice. And uh, yeah, I just, I've had like a few solo albums, but mm-hmm. I, I just wanted to put one out on tape now. I want a new current one, so. I'm going to work on it. I talked uh, with a few friends of mine, Pretty Uglies, on uh, going to help me out with some production. We've got uh, Distracted is probably going to help me out with some cuts. Yeah. And then uh, i got a few other friends from uh, laying down some uh, live bass and stuff like that. So we're going to get some uh, real instruments actually sampled in this one. Excellent. A little bit more too, so I won't be uh, samples as much. Excellent. Nice. Well, be good. Nice. Can't wait to hear it, man. Trisha, you got anything awesome. else? Uh, not really. I mean, I just want to. I just want to thank you for coming on, and uh, no you know, thank you, you know, and uh, th- yeah, and Thomas for uh, and Hand Solo Records for coming on. You were a great guest. Like yeah. we got a lot of things in common. If you know, if you ever want to come on um, and talk about nerd stuff, we can do that too. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. That's anytime. like a thing. We we have some reoccurring guests from like bands and stuff that like we do like horror segments and and okay. we do some you know nerd things so like yeah. I'll, I'll i'll randomly uh if you're friends with Travis I, i'm Facebook. pretty nerdy actually i know a lot yes. about movies and i have yes. lots of marvel seven inch toys oh Ooh, nice dude like okay so now we know collection. Nice. if there's ever do you watch uh marvel movies when they come out like? i know everything about marvel okay so anytime we have oh. a marvel to- topic we're gonna randomly hit you up oh, so okay, you can, we would yeah. love to have you back You're i say i know guest. anything i probably don't Let, let's let's but do it let's know. do a marvel trivia throwdown me and hey, you let's yeah. go <laughs> let's go <laughs> i'm a, set up the date i'm a marvel a kid ready. too i'm a marvel kid too so get a belt ready yeah yes <laughs> absolutely i'm dc i'm dc yeah, I, I enjoy DC. I just don't know that much. I have a friend Except that tells me all about that. I did a review. Uh, I did a, a uncensored review of Wonder Woman 1984. If you get a chance, you should listen to it because <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't no, know Travis. It, w- it wasn't part. a review. It wasn't a review, Trisha. She was she was trying to explain. I hadn't seen Wonder Woman 84 yet, and okay. she was trying to. We were we were on 
we were remote and we were about to record a podcast and I just started recording her not knowing and she was trying to explain the plot of Wonder Woman 84 oh to me. God. Oh my god. <laughs> and I, I only caught half of it, but the half that I did catch was fucking gold. <laughs> and we got a lot of listeners off of me yeah. just ranting like, about how uh, terrible this movie was. Yeah, like I loved Wonder Woman 1. And then, yeah, Wonder Woman 84 came out, and it was right after, yeah. like, seeing the, the main bad guy there, yeah. too. He was amazing in The Mandalorian. Yeah. So then we then we have him, you know, playing that role. So I'm thinking the movie's going to be amazing. But, yeah, the first time I watched it, I was like, whoa, what just <laughs> happened? What just happened? Yeah. What, what is going picked, on in this movie? Up, we picked up listeners in, in multiple countries because of that <laughs> review, or that, that discussion, yeah. like, that randomness. So. Yeah. I oh. watched it in super nice mode the second time, trying to compliment mm. everything, like just being being as nice as possible, you know, smoke yeah. a joint, just be like, right. okay, well, well, you know, and I tried to watch the whole thing, and I found I was just making excuses the whole time. <laughs> yeah, right. I didn't even make excuses my whole time. I watched it twice, and the whole time I was like, what the fuck? And what the fuck? <laughs> what the, what the fuck? fuck? And what the fuck? Like, the whole movie ah, was shit. me just saying, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, so, I was, like, so mad about I was so mad. And so, like, awesome. there's there's awesome. kind of an epic rant, and I was a little toasty, yeah. but yeah. whatever. Let's, Trisha gets Trisha gets real resentful when she watches something that... We call, <laughs> we call that passionate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, all right, all right. No, we're at the no. end here. All right, so we're at the end here. So thank you very much for being on the show, Nevermind. Really enjoyed talking for, to you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Yes. And thanks You're for great. being our first hip-hop guest. We've actually got at least one more lined up. But uh, you're the first, dude. Thank oh, you very much. Yep. No problem. We've we've got at least three genres of music that we've explored so far, Trisha. So good fucking yes. job on that, man. And uh, yeah, we'll be back right after this. And make sure you check out uh, the Yes Men, Nevermind, and Royalty on Bandcamp. And you can find them through Hansel Records. And we'll have all the links and everything when we share the podcast. We'll be right back after this. <laughs> This episode of Radio Free Galaxy is brought to you by the Anti-Water Chestnut League. Because if you like water chestnuts, you can go fuck yourself. Welcome back to the show. We've lost Atricia now. And she'll be back later in the show for the Supernatural discussion. And thank you once again to Nevermind. He was an awesome guest. Totally... Can't wait for you guys to hear his music. He's really cool. You can check out his stuff on Bandcamp, and you can purchase a sweet orange cassette of his latest release. So check that out. And uh, we're talking about the Bad Batch now. Bad Batch episode 10. The name of the episode is... What is it? It's Common Ground. Common Ground. I In my notes, I just wrote down Common. Oh, I, well... I was like, that can't be it. <laughs> Are we going like, to talk? Yeah. I'm like thinking through it in real time, like, that can't be it. So yeah, uh, Common Ground, episode 10 of The Bad Batch. Um, kind of just like a separate, you know, mission episode. Another one of the separate, like, mission episodes. We get some overall more Omega development as the B-plot of the episode. Um... Apparently, we won't be seeing her 
staying away on the missions anymore because uh, we find out in this episode that she has a skill we didn't really know about, and we're finding it a little bit, a little bit more probably about what she was programmed for, right? Yeah. So, or what she was. I, I don't know what not programmed for, but what what do you want to call cloned uh, development? Uh, for skills. Yeah, something like that, right, Adam? I don't know. I I'm not even sure that's you know really that she was given a focused uh, build for. She yeah. might just be unaltered like Boba. Yeah, yo, I, they did, they did, yeah, we we they did mention that in the last episode, right? Yes, they that did. She's more like that, where like she can, but it seems like. We'll just talk about it right now. She has some kind of predilection to be really good at strategy, apparently, right? Yeah. Um. At the well, uh, Sid is playing that uh hollow chess game, Dejeric. Yeah. Uh, it's one of the most famous games they show what, through Star what, uh, Wars. What uh, what uh, C three PO and Chewie are playing yeah. in uh, fucking A New Hope. Right? Yeah. So that entire game setup, like Sid is losing poorly, and it, there's a big bet on the line, and like. Um, Omega's kind of giving her some crap about, like, you know, you shouldn't do that. And she's like, you know, Sid's like, all right, you know, come on over here. And she starts just kicking Major ass with just a few buttons. So, like, uh, Sid ends up having, like, some, like, you know, I know, like, underground bets for this game. And, like, she really holds her own with that. Yeah, so basically Sid's got her fucking... Basically playing space poker, space yeah. chess. You know what I mean to fucking to win some money, and uh, that that's our B plot line. And our A plot line is that in the beginning of the episode, we see the Empire has made it to Raxus, and Raxus was one of the separatists during the Clone Wars, yeah. right? And um, so now the Empire has showed up on Raxus and they're taking over and taking control and trying to put their boots on their collective necks. And the senator of Raxus, what's his name, Kristen? Uh His name is Avi Singh. Avi Singh, yeah. Do we see him in... I, I believe that name is so familiar. Have we seen him in the Clone I Wars before, I think he Adam? has come up. I Let's don't do. believe so. Yeah, we saw a lot of senators yeah. in the Clone Wars. So, like, he the name sounds really fucking familiar I'm sure he was in a movie or the Clone Wars in some bit part or whatever. The important part is that he's from a separatist system or a separatist world. And now the Empire is fucking coming in and they're trying to crush their will and impose their will on them. And he, in the middle of making a speech to his people that they need to obey the Empire, he has a crisis of consciousness and he's like, no. I can't allow, he was like, when we were separatists, you know, I was fighting for my people and the free will of my people. And now under the empire, I should, I still should be fighting for the same thing, you know? And so basically he kind of revolts in the middle of it and the empire takes him hostage. And then he gave instructions to his personal droid that he's to contact Sid Mm-hmm. And get some bounty hunters to get him the fuck out. Basically, he already had this yep. plan made with his his droid, and so the droid follows the orders after he gets captured or whatever by by the Empire. They take him into custody. That's more appropriately said. Um, yeah. So 
the droid calls Sid. Sid tells the Bad Batch, hey, you got to go get this senator. You still owe me debt. You know, you're, you're running missions for me still. Mm-hmm. And they're not having it, Adam, because this yeah. dude and this planet were separatists. And yeah. they're still in the mindset of the Clone Wars. They're good soldiers. You know, I know everything's changed, but they're like, look, we're not helping the Empire, but we're definitely, definitely not have helping separatists, right? Because good soldiers follow orders. <laughs> right? Plus, they didn't lose all their brothers fighting that war just to go and be like, hey, let's bygones be guns now. Exactly. They're you know, they're not forgetting all the dead clone troopers that the separatists fucking employed their fucking droid army on, you know? Mm-hmm. And I mean, you, you can't go fighting clankers for fucking years and years and not be a little fucking resentful of the other side. It's like it's like the north and the south when they finally come together. But it's just like, okay, fine. We may, you know, accept that this is we're a whole country now, but we're not going to forget no. We're not going to forget the atrocities of Antietam or Gettysburg or anything like that, you know? Yeah. I should just don't get... Don't, don't I can hear that me. grand finale going off in Damn. the background. There. It sounds awesome by you, Adam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. I should go check on my cat, but he can wait. He'll be all right. Yeah, and now we have a grand finale going out inside <laughs> our... In, in case you don't know, we're recording this on the 5th of July, and, you know, 2021 being 2021, for some reason, all the county and parks fireworks are going off on the 5th of July, even though they totally could have done that on the 3rd or the 4th. Yeah. But for some reason, we're waiting until the observed day on a fucking Monday to blow know. off fireworks, so... And everybody has to be to work tomorrow morning, mm. you know? That's some baloney right there. Well, everybody but us. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Adam. Yeah, I, gotta, I gotta go real far to get to work, man. That that's like a it's pretty rough thirty feet. Uh, <laughs> it's it's treacherous sometimes. Yeah, really man, is. that's brutal. Anyway, back to the episode. Um, yeah, so we have basically an extraction mission, Adam, and we have to go to Raxus and. Get this senator out so that we can get our bounty and get closer to paying off this debt. So we get a lot of fighty fighty, a lot of pew pews, and hi-yahs. But yes. not, okay, maybe not hi-yahs, but you know, there's a lot of fighting yeah. and stuff going on. Some Good action going on. Yeah, and Some all the shooting at other walkers. Grand <laughs> yeah. Walker. What kind of walkers are those, Adam? Uh, those are the normal clone trooper, uh, walkers. I don't even know what they call them. Yeah, like the kind of troop transport ones, though, right? With yeah, like, they're like yeah. the squatting ones. They're, like, really short. They're kind of, like, yeah. more the size, like, a tank and stuff. They're not the high, yeah. like, AT-ATs. I think they're a newer version of it. I don't think those are the same clone trooper ones that we were using before. But no, they are. They are? They are? Okay. Yeah, they, those are the same ones that were used on, um, uh, Genosis. Genosis, okay. whatever the fuck. Yeah. However the hell that thing is pronounced, enunciated. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I just, walkers in general are like so, I mean, they look great. All walkers look great since the, the first time <coughs> we saw one in Star Wars. They, they, they fucking look fantastic. But they're so impractical. They're so ridiculous. They're so slow. And in a world where you have speeders and, you know, all, all different other kinds of transports, like Walker. they're only good on planets that haven't figured out how to make aviation or flying vehicles. 
Like, if you got, like, just one of those AT-ATs storming through a village that barely has any technology, you're probably going to be very fearsome and menacing and no one's going to take you down. But, yeah, if you have, like, jet fighters and, like, you know, if you have Ewoks with, you know, like, stones and rope, you're, like, you're pretty much bone, dude. Yeah. Well, Murder bears are murder bears. Well, but murder bears are awesome. Murder bears that. are gonna take down the empire. That's just the way it's gonna be, whether yeah. you got walkers or fucking not. Dude, they take trooper helmets and make them into drums. Like they think this is hilarious. Yeah, fucking evil. They actually quirky. in some of the, um, uh, I guess the novelization stuff. Yeah. After the Battle of Endor, the rebels actually some of them had to go around and like convince have C three PO translate and convince the the chieftains to stop their Ewok peoples from uh, eating the dead <laughs> fallen stormtroopers because it was upsetting the even though you know they're enemies and all that it was upsetting the uh, <laughs> still upsetting the rebels. Oh rebel <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then you watch the Ewoks cartoon. I've been watching that a lot lately because it got put on Disney Plus. And I mean, it's lame as fuck. And it has nothing to do with Star Wars. Whatsoever. Do you want to sing the original jingle because it's awkward? E E E E Ewoks were the spirits of the harvest moon. E E E E Ewoks. It's just so jarring and yeah. not like we have all the it's cool like eighties theme songs. I'm like. What the hell is that? But then, like, you get stuck in your head, and you just need to think about the e e e e e walks. It's a bad not, song. Not at all yeah. stuck in my head. Not at all. No, it's it's not a great song. No, it's terrible. It's a and, not not. And it's a pretty terrible cartoon, but it's fun it, to watch. If for the target audience, for like little kids, it's yeah. fine. It, it's fine. Yeah. It's just some dumb little bears doing weird little mischievous things and getting into jams all the time. They get into a lot of jams. Absolutely. They're always in jams <laughs> with these soap monsters or whatever, or monsters that are just always gross looking and need soap. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, the rest of this episode, uh, we end up getting Homeboy <laughs> back. What's his name again? Avi Singh. Avi Singh. We end up getting Homeboy back, and he's really conflicted about wanting to leave the planet he doesn't want to abandon his people but the bad batch makes a really good point you can't fucking help your people if, if you're, you're dead. dead and you're gonna if you stay here you're gonna fucking die yeah. so take yourself in your goofy ass hat and and your goofy ass droid and get on this ship and live to fight another day motherfucker right right more or less and then we get back to sids and find out that little omega is a little gambling queen and she's, she's pool hustling, but for this hollow, she's hollow chest like hustling, dude. Yeah, absolutely. No, I don't think she's hustling anyone. I think that these people just can't believe that that little girl is fucking that kid. Right, right. And she, we, when we come back into SIDS, she's uh, actually playing against a member of um, the Chiss. Yeah, the Chiss. And like, so, like they don't say anything about that. Like, hey, look at you. She's playing a Chiss or anything. But if you just know Star Wars, the blue guys, you know. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. they're just, and if you know anything about them, they're like the ultimate strategist, right? Mm-hmm. You they know, they are definitely known for being strategically minded. Yeah, um, Thrawn is one of them. Yes. Yeah, which was because so. I'm like, whoa, hey, one of those. So guys. like, you see this little girl beating a chiss at hollow chest. You're like, okay, you know, like she's got some kind of unnatural talent here for strategy. You know, what like I a mean? hypersensitive talent for strategy. Yeah, maybe. 
I mean, maybe they didn't program it, it into her like DNA or anything, but like you, you can't just, just like, be her knack, dude. I mean, yeah. Keep. I mean, she grew up in a in a fucking cloning facility. She yeah. like, went and hung out with like little mini bobas. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Probably she, not, but I mean, yeah. she's also um, from prior episodes. She's also the the remaining gene template for that mm-hmm. line of clones. So right. that's why they want her back. So bad, yeah, because all yeah. the other clone samples are deteriorating. Or the original sample they had from Django is deteriorating. Yeah, like, so they yeah. need they and need they a fresh sample. Right. Yeah. Like, like they don't I, have Django or Boba. Right. So, I right. wish they would have uh, focused more on what she was doing with Sid because I really enjoyed that entire thing. I know there's probably like, you know, the setup of having everyone come in and gamble, but I liked yeah. how she was like good at playing this game and like when the Bad Batch walks in, they're all kind of shocked about it. And then Hunter sits down uh, to actually play with her and it's like it was actually kind of a sweet moment with that. And and we also find out that through her winning, she's managed yes. to pay back their debt to Sid. So they're yeah. no longer financially obligated to Sid. Now we'll find out if they keep working for Sid mm-hmm. and I'm sure they might for like a mission or two, but considering we're getting damn near like to the meaty end of the season, I believe yeah. there's 16 episodes and this is 10. This is 10. So you got to figure there's only the chance for like maybe one or two more filler episodes at right. the most. And then we're going to get hardcore probably right back into the storyline. Right. We especially got to have some kind of resolution with Crosshair. Yeah, because, like, he's pissed. I mean... He's pissed. He's pissed. Yeah. And, I mean, he, he's he got to end up being a, back a member, right? I, I Unless know, the like, Bad Batch somehow finds a way to get that chip out of his head and see if he'll come back. I mean, who knows if this is actually most of the chip talking or, yeah. or whatever, because, yeah. like... Crosshair is always pretty serious. Yeah, he's, he's a pretty grim, like, yeah, yeah dude, By anyway, orders, but, like, you know. he's still super loyal to the Core yeah. Force 99, though, like, above anybody, he always was, so, mm-hmm. like, this is tragic. It's a tragic storyline, and we need some kind of good resolution yeah. for it, whether it's, it's they have to end up killing him, which would be, like, super tragic. Or if they can actually get the fucking chip out. They, I, I'm thinking they're going to find a way to get the chip out. That's where I'm going. Yeah. I'm hoping of? more for an Empire Strikes Back type of ending. You think so? I, uh, I, a Mandalorian, I roll, a Mandalorian type uh, season one type ending. Eh, maybe I don't know. I just if they have to, if they have to kill freaking uh, dude, they have to kill dude because yeah. inhibit a chip. Inhibit a chip. chip. <laughs> it's mandatory. It's mandatory. Chip. Every time we talk about Bad Batch, we have to say inhibit a chip. Inhibit a chip. Inhibit a chip. Even though, even though Omega hasn't mentioned it in like no. two, three episodes. Doesn't matter. Inhibit a chip. I'm sure we'll get to it though once we're dealing with Crosshair again. Yes. You inhibit a chips. Inhibit a chip. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like, I, uh, it's. I think the whole life. I hope there's, you know. I haven't looked at the IMDb page, so it's like uh-huh. if it goes into a season two, man, like, hey, there's there's other plot lines that they could follow. So I, I really mean, the Empire's going to have non-clone stormtroopers. It's yeah, it's a thing. You know, it's coming. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I kind of like how ruthless dude is, but at the yeah. same time, it, the the clones have to give way. Yeah, and and you have to have some kind of resolution. Like we were just. 
like we will be talking about later with Supernatural, you don't want to draw things out, especially a grim storyline like that. You don't want to draw it out too long or people can really lose interest just because Mm -hmm. it's not because it's not good, but just because it's so fucking grim. You know what I mean? And like, and that's kind of, see, that's a stint though. Like I kind of want it to end like, you know, episode like episode five or Rogue One, where it's like, yeah, you know, there's that little bit of hope there, man. But I want it to end on a down note and go yeah. into two, so like, the the comeback from it is just that much more epic, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I it could like it could like you know you know like I, I agree with you, Jeff. Episode four is great; it stands on its own. It can be a one and done, you know. You don't need the rest of the whole Star Wars things, but I don't know why you wouldn't want the rest of Star Wars unless you're some type of terrible person. Um, <laughs> but like. I, I like when, you know, from one episodic movie to the next, man, like, like stuff's kind of, like, left hanging, and you're like, there's that little glimmer yeah. of hope, but it's still, like, that yeah. to me, I don't know, it's more satisfying to me. I, I also, I'm usually a fan of bad guys, too, though. Yeah, yeah, I, absolutely. I, mean, I like good guys and all, but, like, I, you know, I don't watch, like, I don't know, uh, uh, what's his fuck, uh, Keanu Reeves and gun fooing everybody not the matrix um john week yeah while watching watching john wick you know like you know you know you don't want something like where it's like all the time it's like god damn it's like let that dude fucking like leave the dude alone (laughs) like (laughs) like i want i don't like you know i think it's cool like you know they get cool uh you know adversaries in john wick but i'm like i'm still rooting for john wick i mean who doesn't love some good gunpowder Dude, the uh, uh, the the fucking in the second John Wick movie, the fight between him and Common is just like oh, my favorite. So, yeah, because yeah, they're so petty with one another. <laughs> they're so doing... petty. Yeah, and and they yeah. just will not give up. And like when they're fucking going through like that train station, yeah, and then they're on they're the train underneath oh the arm, God. underneath the arm with the silencers. <sighs> and it's like I shot you first. No, uh, I shot you. I stabbed you. I know. I stabbed you. Yeah. Anyway, I love that. Yeah. Uh, like I, I don't know, man. Like I just. Hey, there's there's a lot of different places where it could go. I I kind of want to see the Bad Batch catch up to um, catch up to Rex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The bummer part is is like I don't maybe they didn't maybe they did or didn't but anticipate it. But like you watch shit like um, Rebels and you never see anyone from the Bad Batch, which is kind of a bummer, you know. Yeah. So you don't really know if like how far into the future they're they're. You know, available. how long they live, right? Yeah, and like to me, it's like, well, I, I kind of like to, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm well. You know, it's pretty popular. Like, so how I'm... cool would it be, like, to see Hunter, like, at the Battle of like Hoth? You know. Yeah, that or... would be really cool. I'm sure we'll get explanations for everything, Adam, because it's Star Wars. Star Not always. Wars. I mean, well, eventually, eventually, Hopefully. everything. It's explained, unfortunately. So, yeah, that's uh, Bad Batch, uh, episode 10, Common Ground. Talk, Common Ground, right? Common Ground. Common Ground. I was like, is it Common Identity or <laughs> Common Ground? Okay, Common Ground. We talked about it. It's wonderful. Let's take a break yeah. and talk about fucking Loki because I can't fucking wait to talk about that show. All right, we'll be back right after this. This episode of Radio Free Galaxy is brought to you by Eddie Vedder's Cheddarwurst. Eddie Vedder's Cheddarwurst are the only brand of cheese-filled sausage that will keep you even flowing all day long. Find them in your local supermarket today. Eddie Vedder's Cheddarwurst. Mmm. Mmm. 
We're back on the show, and we're done talking about uh, The Bad Batch, episode 10. That was great, but I can't wait to talk about Loki, man. This, look, the the first um, episode was good. Second one got better. Third one got better. This fourth one, though, man, this story is just great. You know what this reminds me of? You guys, Adam, uh, Adam and Christine, sorry. I'm getting all excited. Like, I, I just want to talk about this. Because, you know what? It makes me feel, especially watching this episode, this feels like one of those really good storyline, like, contained storyline um, miniseries that we used to get from Marvel in the 80s. Yep. You know what I mean, Adam? Those, like, four to six issue, like, fucking little contained oh, storylines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Those, those fucking little, you know, short fucking one of four that they would come out with. And, and they had some really good storylines at the time. You know, it was it was still the same old four-color art and everything like that. But those storylines, and they put out so many of them. Some of them were total shit. But, like, for example, like, um, the Scarlet Witch and Vision one. The, WandaVision. The, well, I'm I'm talking about the oh. um, four-part miniseries that came out in the '80s. That really, mm-hmm. a, a lot of the TV show was based on, uh, loosely. But um, like that was a great one, and I can remember so many great ones, especially a lot of great X-Men ones. Uh, there was the um, Magic and Kitty Pride one that was really yeah. good. You guys remember that? And like I. I it's one of the things that made me fall in love with Marvel because you could collect those little miniseries and you would have that little complete storyline and you didn't, yeah, they would make references to other things that were happening in the Marvel timeline and had happened, but you could just read that little series and it didn't have to be connected to everything. And it was just a great, and there were usually a team up too, like, you know, like a team up that you hadn't seen before, like Spider-Man and beasters, who knows, you know, like, yeah. And, and they were just great. I love those series. I love to collect them, you know, um, uh, Wolverine origins was a great one too. You know, that was a little later, but I mean, of course that's an all time one. Right. And uh, this this series, though, just gives me that feeling. Like, I liked WandaVision. I liked Falcon and Winter Soldier. They were fine. You know what I mean? But this yeah. story is so fucking good. Dude, it's blowing my fucking well, mind. Well, Tom Hiddleston is also all in on this, like, entire season. Yeah, he is not so he, sleepwalking through this no, series. No, like, you know, yeah, he's not sleepwalking. He's not just reading lines. Like, he is Loki. He is in this weird, you know, time variant, you know, thing going on. Like, he, he's there. And that that's what makes it so cool for this, uh, for this episode. He's giving, Adam, he's giving so much more dimension to the Loki character and I mean, it, it, this series doesn't they give time for in any of the movies. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. I, I, I mean, you do see a, a a nice evolution of the Loki character through the MCU movies, but we're getting a whole, and that's what these shows are for, right? To and give those of, characters that you don't have time to spend with in the movies extra flavor, extra dimension, you know? Yes. And it's you know, and obviously it's before um, when Loki gets murked by Thanos and everything, where. You know he's cool with his brother again. It's it's, yeah. He, he, I don't know. Like it, it gives you an idea of how he could get to that point. You know, yeah, like absolutely where he's trying to not necessarily trying to do what's right, but not be at at an 
opposite ends as the rest of Asgardians. Even though, like, you know, he's a frost giant. He's not yeah. even Asgardian, really. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. yeah, this is, man, this storyline is so good. So the plot of this episode, basically, is at the end of the last one, we saw Sylvie and Loki... Um, they're at the end of Lamentis. The moon's going to crash into the fucking planet. The spaceship, the Ark blew up. That was going to fucking take everyone off the planet. They, they're fucked. They're fucked. They, they really they have it, no yeah. way. They have no way off of this fucking planet. And it turns out these two are fucking falling in love with each other. Right. Yeah. And like, is it with each other? Or was it with themselves? With themselves. And they kind of ask that. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Kind of creepy. Still. All right. It still, like, it still is. It's all different right. dimensions, so I think that makes this okay. And they it's turn. like what it's like when I jokingly ask, like, "Hey, man, if like if it's if it's you and your clone, and you reach over and start jerking your clone off." I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's is not. It, a, is, is, is it is it <laughs> It's Loki loving Loki, man. And if you can't love yourself, who can you love? It's not a brother sister situation, so it doesn't feel gross to me at all. You know, it, and they grew up totally different. And I mean, I, it's totally another dimension. I mean, I, yeah, it's fine with me, actually. I think it's great. I think it's yeah. actually a really cool storyline. It's fucking interesting. And I mean, it reinforces things that you knew about Loki anyway, that he's in love with himself, but actually adds upon that because Loki can actually fall in love with somebody. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, that's I, you know worst. what? And one of the things that this episode and part of the last episode really kind of does is shows everybody what what Loki's actual best weapon really is, and that's the truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, when when Loki's telling you the truth, he's giving it to you. Like, yeah. Right. And, 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 like, you know, and, oh, man, fucking Hilson's fucking smile when he's, like, just, like, jeering you on and taunting you back. <laughs> yeah. The, the way shit actually is. It's just like, all right, man, you don't want to bleep me. That's on you, but yeah, here it is. So they end up um, actually, I say, quotation marks, getting rescued from the planet's demise because Mobius and the TVA end up cranking up their devices or whatever, and they find them in um, because there's a big Nexus event happening. Yeah. And yeah. they don't say out loud exactly what the Nexus event is, but basically it's two variants of a god falling in love with each other is yeah. basically the Nexus event, right? Like, oh, this is some cosmic level shit that's happening here that shouldn't be happening on the fucking timeline, right? Yeah, so they jump in, you know, and like capture them again. And take them back to the TVA, and they kind of go willingly because like, okay, blow up on this planet or at least get back to the we'll TVA. We'll probably escape at some point, so, you know, right. we, got, we got that <laughs> yeah. as an option. Loki's believing in Loki's, right? Yeah. <laughs> Loki's never say die. And uh, R.I.P. Richard Donner passed away today but uh anyway um yeah so they get back to the tva and they get separated and for the first time when they get separated you see like this real like concern with loki like what's happening to sylvie like dude he fucking fell for her and he fell for her hard dude like super hard and like it's fucking kind of sweet it's kind of crazy seeing like loki of his own volition We've seen him care about other people before, like Thor and his father. Um, but it was almost like just out of spite, you know? And it was just like, yes, brother, I care for you. I love you, everything. But, like, 
he really and it shows in like with Hiddleston man like he really cares for her and so when they drag her off to a different cell than him like man he's, he's not fucking it. yeah he's really upset by it and they end up throwing Hiddleston into basically a time loop cell Oh, yeah, with Lady Sif, like, just <laughs> constantly beating the crap out of him on loop and telling him how worthless he is. And he tries to negotiate with her for a while, but she yeah. just keeps on, like, kicking him She's... in the balls and, like, punching him in the face in yeah. different ways. And it's just, like, I love Lady Sif. And I was, like, really waiting for, like, Beta Ray Bill to make just an appearance and just cold cock Loki at some point. Like, hi, other dimension, cold cock, and then go away. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it was funny, but then also like it breaks down and how exactly what you said, Adam, how does he fucking end up fucking escaping that by telling the truth? Right. And then he escapes that by telling the truth. And then he gets back with fucking Mobius. Mobius fucking doesn't want anything to do with him anymore because he thought they were bros for a minute and fucking Loki deceived him. So he's a little hurt by their relationship. He thought they were actually turning out to be friends. And, and partners and everything. Yep. Dude, like, I gotta say this about Owen Wilson's character, Mobius. He kept on reminding me of, a, like, a younger Columbo. Like, yeah. and, one, and one more thing. <laughs> just, just, really, just back me up. Just hold me a second. Just one more thing. I kept on hearing that every time I saw Owen Wilson. Well, if you like Owen Wilson or not, and I'm more probably on the like side, and Adam's probably more on the not like side. Uh, yeah, much, very much so. Right. I, I think you can't deny, though, in this episode, he does a good fucking job of, first of all, being oh, showing... I, I, won't, I won't deny that. He's showing Ever. how hurt he is by fucking what Loki did to him. And then secondly, turning on a heel where he's, like, indignant. And then he turns on a heel when Loki tells him that the TVA is lying to them. And, you know, like... There's still something in Mobius where he's like, okay, I'm mad at Loki, but I also know when he's telling the truth. I, w- I want to deny it, but I know something's wrong too. And he tells me that this is all a lie. Is like, it another one of his tricks? I don't know, but I do know that sometimes he tells the truth. So I need to just investigate this out of my own curiosity, you know? And so he goes to fucking investigate what's happening Finds out some fucked up shits happened to fucking uh, C20. Yeah. Right? And he's like, that doesn't sound right. And that right there sends him on the investigation path. Because he's like, that does it doesn't smell right. What Ravana said to me about C20 doesn't smell right. And even though I trust her, I know that Loki doesn't lie unless there's a reason. And I don't feel like he was lying to me for a reason when he told me that there's something here. So let me check up. And yeah, shit's not fucking, the pieces aren't fucking adding up. And then he finally gets his hands on Ravana's little time device. And he sees that fucking video of her interrogating C20. And that's all he needs to see. He knows that everything's a fucking lie at that point. But yeah, now he's questioning, like, since, like, they're all variants. Like, yeah, find out, out that they're all variants Everyone working in the for this. Yeah. And it's like, they have no idea what their past lives are. Because, like, B-15 had uh, that happen in the last episode where uh, Sylvie did, like, one of those mind spells. And she saw Enchanted something. Yeah. And, like, yeah. uh, she ends up barging into her cell. Like, show me more. I need to know what that was. Because it's like, they're questioning what's going on. Now, at least two of them. And Ravana's, like, trying to silence everybody yeah. for that. Yeah. 
like the timekeepers and stuff. Like, yeah. I mean, that's actually kind of cool because we get to see, uh, well, see the timekeepers inside beyond the golden elevator. There were two visuals. There's a lot of visuals in the show yeah. that look great, but there were two visuals in in this episode in particular I wanted to mention. The beginning when when they're still sitting on Lamentis and that fucking. That that moon is crashing into the planet. Yeah. That looked so fucking cool. I've I, I love yep. that whole atmosphere. It was really really cool. And then when they go meet the timekeepers, I was like, whoa, dude, these dudes are dude. They were cool as fuck. Well, just like the you're going inside like this antechamber of some sort, but there's all yeah. this mist and crystals, and then you got three ominous looking dudes just perched on top of their thrones on this wall like just ancient weird beings that know all and see all and you're about to be executed in front of them for you know damaging the sacred timeline yeah adam it it felt so much like that classic uh 70s and 80s uh marvel cosmic shit where they were always introducing like a new cosmic being and they were like uh, you know it was like uh, fucking time and eternity and uh, yeah. chaos and all them, you know, and uh, or death or yeah. yeah. Death. I, I just kept waiting for like a watcher to like to show up and be yes. like, "No, fucked up." Yes, yeah. Like this ain't cool. <laughs> Fuck you. I I would not doubt we see a watcher by the end of this series. I, you know what? I'm not even gonna make any predictions where this is going. I, I I'm just having so much fun with it. I can't believe there's only two episodes left, and also I'm so thankful there's only two episodes left. You know? Yeah, because like right now, like this episode opened up a bunch of doors because like they yeah. find out like you know they're battling and stuff and like uh, they end up knocking off one of the timekeeper's heads and it ends up being an android. Yeah. So they <laughs> no one's coming in and barging in because they're like, yeah. okay, what the fuck? What the fuck's going there's just, on? Yeah, there's so many layers of the yeah like of this this lie. Like how yeah. how yeah how deep does this rabbit hole mm-hmm. go? And and in my Marvel brain. In, in my old school Marvel brain, the one thing that keeps running through my mind at the end of this episode is Kang the Conqueror. Kang the Conqueror. Kang the Conqueror. Really? Right? Yeah, dude. That's what's going through my mind the whole I time. I'm still going Mephisto. Dude, I'm, still, I'm still bent on him. It could it, it could very well be Mephisto. It could be an, a third option we're totally not thinking of. But when I'm already... You put me in the headspace of this late 70s to early 80s Marvel, right? Kang, and you've got time. Kang is always around, dude. Kang is always fucking around. Right? Well, I guess we're gonna find out because this episode leaves, you know, just kind of like, you know, on, you know, a cliffhanger. And Adam, did you I happen to see the post credit scene? Uh no, I'm gonna have to go back and watch it. <laughs> oh my god, should we even I say really, anything? I, I really would like to see at the end of this, like, as much as it would probably just a fucking point the shit out of so many people. Yeah. <clears throat> that all the variants walk through the Siege Perilous and get put back into place. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I, because, I, I mean, because, like, that's like the, the weird fucking, like, Marvel MacGuffin and how to clean shit up. It's yeah. Like, yeah. You know, have that, I forgot what mystical fucking, like, otherworldly being controls it or shows up with it. But, like, the X-Men mm-hmm. have gone through it at least twice. Yeah. Like, or, like, here Mo- you go. Yeah, like Mojo World, or they turn into babies, or some weird thing, and then they get better. Th- that's no, what. A, that's that's of... not what the Siege Peerless does. It resets you and puts you back, and it mind right. wipes like. Yeah. Like oh. it's kind of like how the TVA fucking like uses those grenade like things to erase that that divergent like uh, branch of the timeline. Yeah. But it doesn't do that. It it doesn't do any damage to where you're from. It just removes you. Right. And you have no oh. memory of. 
Okay. So one of the times, one of the times it's been used, um, uh, all the X Men basically didn't know they had powers. So um, <laughs> Colossus was a model living in. Yep, uh, <laughs> I remember that. Oh, what? And he gets so he gets so he gets mugged, and when his mugger knifes him, yep. he immediately went metal. And then freaked out because he immediately went metal. He had no, he had no cognizance of having those abilities. Okay, okay. And he's that he's sense. long trained and practiced that, like, specific like if he gets hit, he goes metal. Like right. it's a, it's it's like reflex for him. Um, the same thing happens kind of with Nightcrawler. Like there's, he he'll just vanish but nightcrawler obviously if he goes to the superiors like he doesn't it's not quite the same because he doesn't fit in anywhere he's obviously right. a mutant right so. <laughs> yeah he's very blue you know? yeah exactly so i mean but wasn't but wasn't that one of the times of like when, when that happened didn't wasn't he like back being like a circus performer or something or something like he, that he may have been yeah like yeah that, that'd be how they would deal with him but like yeah. Wolverine goes back to the Great White North End and he becomes a lumberjack because he's okay or something. <laughs> Take off, you hoser. <laughs> if you haven't seen Strange Brew, kids, watch Strange Brew. This is, you know, this is kind yeah. of a Canadian-themed episode because we had a Canadian hip-hop artist on in the beginning. So, And I managed yeah. not to do the whole... During the whole interview, so I deserve a pat on the back for that. <laughs> tap tap. Did, did, did he did he ask dude if he was wearing his duke? I mean, I know <laughs> no. it's summer and he shouldn't be wearing a duke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did you turn your beer bottles, man? No, he's, he's a <laughs> so good. So what dude. you got to do is you got to put a little mouse when they're tiny inside the beer bottle. Drink the beer first. <laughs> see, so see. then and then you go over and you say, "Hey, I, I found this this mouse in, in your beer." So you, that's how you get free beer. Fleshy headed space mutant, are you friendly? No way, eh? Nuclear radiation has made me an enemy to human civilization, eh? <laughs> I love that movie so much. I love Strange Brew, so watch Strange Brew, please. If yeah. you're young or you're old, you'll love it if you have a sense of humor. And yeah, Adam, there is a post credit scene, a All very, right. very important one at the end of the Loki episode, so you probably want to check that yeah. out. It was want... a good weapon. It was a, it was a good episode, dude, so yeah. I'm going to watch it again anyway. I, I watch every... Mar- I'm trained. Marvel has me trained. I will watch everything they put out until the Twice. last goddamn second, because there just might be one. And here they threw one. They haven't done one yet, I don't think, in this season. No, they haven't. And they threw one in episode four, where you're like, okay, the first three didn't have one. Episode yeah. four, in the middle of the goddamn season, they throw okay. one in. They got I, you, man. I, I watched it right before I had something else to go do. So, like, I was like, I just got up and fucking did some shit. Yeah. It's, it's been a pretty rough week. So, like, I, it's my brain was really, like, even in there. Because yeah. most, most of the time what I do is I fast forward through, like, the, you know, yeah. the normal credits. And just yep. and then through all, like, the, the um, foreign localization credits. and yep. Just to make sure, too. But, like, this time I didn't do it. I think it's around... It's around Four, actually around 4.20 left in the video that I think the post credit starts, so you can get to around there. It's 4.20, yeah, 4.30. I just watched the whole fucking episode again. It was good. Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? Yeah. Right. It's and, a good episode. Yeah. It is. So, we love it, and I can't wait to see what happens next. We'll Dude, see. there is just so much fucking Marvel content that is, like, incoming. I yes. Like, give it to me now. 
I think I think Black Widow is probably the first movie I'm going to go back to theaters for. I'm excited um, for that. I'm 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 willing to take that 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 risk. Yeah, so I think we'll Well, I mean, it depends. It depends. If I have to wear a mask, fuck no. Cuz I I mean, dude, I'm all I will wear a mask but not for 2 hours, man. Not not, not in a movie theater with a movie I'm trying to Yeah, I'll keep a even if I have to do that, I'll keep a bucket of popcorn on my fucking lap the whole time, and I'll put one piece in my mouth at a time, motherfucker. Fucking, I'll slow roll that shit. Like I'm eating, <laughs> you know, I don't have to wear it. because I can't. I can't put my glasses on with a mask. Yeah. Like it, like yeah. it immediately fogs up, and I know yep. I could like try to fucking adjust it and all that shit, dude. I need to have my glasses on, man. Yeah. Dude, you know what I want more than anything? Just some of those pretzel bites with some hot nacho cheese, just dude, to watch you it. You can do that on your own. I, I, it, it's not the theater. same. It's not the same. It's been almost yeah, it's, two it's, years you're right. since it's we've totally been... not the same. You get a reasonable price when you do it yourself. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. Right? But I'm willing to do that for at least a movie that, yeah. you know, I haven't been to theater. I like, love the theater. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'll, I'll spend, like, eight bucks on the hot dog. Dude, we should go <laughs> early and get some uh, uh, Zephyros or whatever the fuck it's called. Absolutely. Well, we've just made a date that we're all going to go see Black Widow in theaters. We'll probably make a video coming right out of the theater, probably in the car, of our Insta review. Get that up on our YouTube channel. We're going to be working on our YouTube channel a lot coming up. Uh, Christina has a lot of videos coming up. Oh, yeah, out, I've so. been working yeah. tirelessly. And we're, the rest of us are working on making some, too, in our own individual proficiencies that we and partake we got, in. We, we got, like, two things that we want to do for sure for, yeah. like, you know, because we had some... It's food related, but we were talking about food because we all have our own little opinions and shit. And you know, I'm I'm mostly wrong because I'm that weird person. Yep. It's a spoiler alert. I like Miracle <laughs> Whip. And the rest of these people don't. Because Which, we're reasonable people. Because uh, you know, you you grew up poor just like I did, but then you didn't didn't lift yourself up. You guys lifted yourself out of that poverty. We lifted ourselves out of the Miracle Whip poverty. <laughs> Ooh, that's a bad jam. I, I don't want to be in that one. Yeah. yeah, you guys probably don't even use grape jelly on fucking PB and J. You probably actually use preserves or some highfalutin money having motherfucker shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah fuck strawberry you rhubarb. Yes, oh, all, all natural, no preserves. Pinky up in a monocle on. <laughs> but, I, but I will say, having the beatus, dude. Um, actual like no sugar added peanut butter. Yeah. I'm not talking like that. You buy the jar of like Skippy Natural, and yeah. no, like literally, there's like three ingre- four ingredients: peanuts, salt, oil, and uh, yeah, that's actually it. It's three hey, ingredients. Where are you on and peanut butter powder? I think peanut butter powder belongs in one thing and one thing only in my blender with yes. uh, a couple scoops of uh, whey protein. Yes. And uh, maybe some Greek yogurt, maybe not. Yeah. Uh, some some uh, frozen strawberries if I got them. And then my unsweetened almond milk. Totally agree. And some chia seeds. You gotta, I, like, I actually like what the chia seeds bring to it, not flavor-wise, but like texture-wise while it's going down my gullet. I can take or leave and, a chia seed. But, and I'm uh, a fat bastard. I'll fill that entire fucking carafe on my blender and chug that whole son of a bitch down post-workout. I'm, I'm, Which reminds me, I got to go to the Planet Fitness that opened by, by us. <laughs> and yeah, because... You know, you folks who actually know me in real life, I'm a fat bastard. You people who don't know me in real life, I'm a fat bastard. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not Frankie May yet, fat bastard big, but, yeah. you know. Yeah, well, 
We love you. We love you, yeah. fat or not. So yeah, I, you're the I best, just, Adam. Yeah, I just need to get back down to like me feeling human again, and like, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, because like the world's coming back into order. It's not. It's never going to be the same. It just ain't. But you know, yeah, it's I'm, different. I'm cool with the new paradigm, man. You know? A whole new world. <laughs> you automatically went to Aladdin. That is strange. Oh, dude. That was cool because earlier I was hanging out with a good friend of ours. The podcast makes our, uh, was it our outro music? Our outro music, Steve. Yeah, Steve, Steve. Steve Billick. Uh, the best. I was always hanging out with him and uh, I was going through some nerdy ass magic cards, right? And I was looking through it like, and I came across Aladdin. What's the first thing I have to fucking do when I see the Aladdin car? Prince Ali, how could it be? Ali Ababa. <laughs> yeah, I like it. And that's it. That's like, yeah. That, They're that's very catchy. To a musical. Yeah, that's as close to musicals as you'll ever get me. That and singing the uh, the intro song to uh, DuckTales. Because uh, it's DuckTales. Because yeah. it's Woo! fucking DuckTales. And that's Woo! all you need to know. And, all right. If you haven't seen the new DuckTales, David Tennant is Scrooge McDuck. It's so awesome. That's an intense Scrooge. Oh. That's an intense yeah. Scrooge. Damn. Yeah, so. I'll Scrooge you, and it'll be intense. And that's a Marvel connection, too, because he was the man in purple in Jessica Jones, right? Or the purple man or the man in purple? What did they call it? Whatever. Man. Such, yeah. such a waste of such a good actor. I yeah. uh, Don't even get me started. Anyway, that is our Loki review. Stay tuned for our Supernatural review right after this. Radio Free Galaxy is brought to you by Granny Fanny Shirt Stoppers. Because when you're round in third, you don't need a squishy turd. Welcome back to the show, and it's time to talk about our favorite blockhead Sam and Dean, monster-killing blockhead Sam and Dean. We're on season 11 of their adventures and we're getting near the end, man. We're and getting... they're getting old. They're getting old. They are they're getting old. They look old. tired. They look tired. Well, Sam does. Sam Sam, Sam in these later he's seasons... He's not aging well. He's yeah. not aging well. And he's his hair is, like, past, disheveled all the time. And, like, Dean is just not having it with anything. He wants to just kill everything. Yeah. And, like, seasons 11, 12, 13, it's just, like... Dude, I don't want to think of creative answers. Not that he really ever has, but, like, Dean used to be a little more optimistic, and now he's just like, let me fucking just stab, shoot, punch this thing. I don't care anymore. I just, like, Dean's, like, run out of hope, man. Well, not only that, like, the seasons get really, really dark, and there's not a lot of, like, fun little side episodes anymore. It's just, it's so serious. There is one in this this season. You know which one it is? Number the imaginary, the imaginary. Hey. Oh, oh my god, god, yes! Oh, I forgot it was this season for that. Oh my god, yes. we will god. get, to, we, yes, will we get will to, get that. to that. We will absolutely get okay. to that, and probably first. But let's talk about the main themes of the season. It's definitely the darkness, right? The, yeah. the darkness. Yes. Amara uh, is the main thing well, in this season. It absolutely starts off with that. Yeah, Amara is sure, the, uh, right makes her first appearance like when yeah. they're in the very first episode and there's this this weird thing and like she's having this weird pseudo communication and it has to do with like the removal of the mark of Cain open the door to the darkness and we find out like that's a th- we find out all of this in this season that removing the mark of Cain open the door to the darkness the darkness is actually God's sister 
Mm-hmm. Which we find out in this season also. And, like, you know, you can't have light without the dark. But it turns out, like, God kept creating all these worlds. And, like, the darkness kept destroying it. And so he locked her away forever. And for somehow, for some reason, removing the Mark of Cain in the last season is what, like, fucking caused everything that's now happening in season 11. Is that a good synopsis? That's a good synopsis, right? That's, yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. No, that's that's pretty much it. And, I mean, there's a, a lot more about the mark of fucking Kane in this season. You hear about the mark, the mark, the mark all the time. And now Dean's not the only one with the mark. There's other marks. And fucking Amara has the mark. And fucking, isn't someone else have the mark or something? That ba- Well, that baby, which yeah. actually yeah. Yeah. becomes Amara. Yeah. Like the darkness like kind of okay. takes over. But whatever. That's yeah. weird. I still don't actually understand what happens in the very beginning. Can somebody explain to me? Like, like everybody's, like, getting this disease, and it's obviously it's caused by, like, the darkness being released, and even Sam has it, where, like, all their necks have that fucking weird thing. Like plague thing going on. Yeah, and, like, everybody becomes ultra-violent, or, like, they die, or, like, whatever, and then somehow mm-hmm. there's a baby in the hospital, and this guy gives this, like, fucking sheriff the baby, and then... All of a sudden, the baby has the mark of cane, and like I'm like, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff to digest. Yeah, it's kind of like I don't know if I, it's all fully explained. Yeah, it's really not. It's not really like it just it bum rushes right into it, and then you just like okay, and here's the story. Yeah. Yeah. And then we kind of move out of it fairly quickly. Yeah, yeah, we move out of that, and then we 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 get into finding out what the true identity of God is in this season, and it's a dude named Chuck. Chuck. (laughs) Well, no, well, Chuck is, like, you know, obviously he was in the earlier episodes because he was the guy that wrote the Supernatural books. So, like, so God decided to take over Chuck's body as a vessel. Yeah. But he just wants to be called Chuck, and he just, like, acts like a regular dude, which is fucking (laughs) weird. It's just like, and, you know, he's going to be in it for the, like, so God is Chuck all the way through in the darkness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's just like, it's just weird hearing God referred to as Chuck. It's I just, know. It kind of, it kind of makes me laugh. Like, yeah, it's like, just, he prefers it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, he's just some dude. He's <laughs> like, some dude named hey, Chuck. I'm a guy named Chuck. And then also in this season, we have uh, Lucifer, Lucifer back and he's yep. running around in Castiel's body. So we got kind <laughs> yep. of like a Castifer uh, situation. <laughs> Did you just name him after? No, out of- I totally just stole that that's, from the internet. Uh, but you still said it, so that makes Castifer. it even more. Uh, <laughs> your fandom for Supernatural is getting deeper. Totally pulling a Dean. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> and also, we get Mary Winchester. She's uh, back. She's back, but wait, what it- episode is that? Wait, what? Um, oh, are you talking about season twelve? This is season this 11, right? It's at the no. end, right? Mm, uh, oh, yeah, but maybe, like, she shows up. Yeah. At the very end. Right. Like, we know she's coming back, but she's right. not really, like... She's in. not in this season, right? Right. No, but, it's, uh, I think we, it's a We get her first the appearance, next, uh... like, coming, coming back, and she's going to be a major part of the show going forward. At but least you, in season 12 and 13. You never really die on this show. You just, uh... Well, I mean, some people do. Like, we haven't seen Bobby in a whole fucking long time. Uh, but he's in this episode. He's yeah, in this yeah, season. But, but yeah. being dead kind of runs into that. I mean, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. He, I mean, yeah, he's just in it as like a fucking like memory thing or like whatever. Right. Like they just happen yeah. to be working at the very end of case or whatever. But this is actually like, yeah, this is like 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. We start seeing a lot of the things rehashed. Yeah. This is why I keep telling you, like, this is why I told you that I like this show is that they do so much development and whatever. And then you think like these characters are like gone and like whatnot. But they're actually not. Like, they come back at, like, random times, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, Winchester, the parents come back at random times. And then they go again, and then they leave again, and then they come back again. And then, like, one of them comes back, and then, like, the other one's not, you know? And the same with, like, Lucifer's back. And it's like, I mean, you can't really, can you really, like, get rid of, you know, can't really get rid of the devil. And, like, you know, you get, it's just, it's just this constant, like, uh... They develop the thing, and then you feel disappointed when the when they're gone. But now you realize, like, they're never really gone. Right. No. And never... I mean, a lot of shows do that. A lot, of, like, it's notorious in like soap operas, right? I used to watch Days of Our Lives, like, when I was in college and stuff. And or like, passions. And and like Stefano was always dying and coming back in fucking Days of Our Lives. And there were dreams. Like three times while we were in middle school. I know. Like, <laughs> Stefano was always dying. <laughs> And, uh, but always coming back. But then you'd be stoked when you see him come back, like, oh shit, Stefano's back. You know, like. Things are going to get serious. Yeah, right. Uh, but I, and like, Star Wars is notorious for it too. Like, nobody fucking dies in Star Wars. Every motherfucker in Star Wars comes back. But this show makes more sense for it because you are directly dealing with we're fucking dipped up and be- back and forth in and out of fucking heaven and hell and purgatory. So you're going to end up ripping some people back and forth from, you know, like the different dimensions. And they make them more of a like practical like dimension where like you could bring somebody back and forth from them you know what i mean so like yeah it's it's fine for this show it's a little annoying sometimes because you want some finality to something or like when somebody actually does die you want to get like sad or emotional about it but like you're like well i you know it's probably only for like a season you know but then it actually ends up being permanent for certain characters like Bobby, you know. Or so just like, like some uh, random hunters that were really only on like one permanent? episode. Do you think it's permanent with Bobby? I no, I don't. I I, I don't. We'll we'll see. But I mean, it yeah. has really been a long fucking time in in terms yeah. of the season. But that's that's the weird thing though is like some of these characters go away for a really long fucking time, yeah. and then all of a sudden they're just like randomly there again for whatever reason or I don't know. It's it's. I don't know. It's I. I just I just enjoy that where it's like they're never really like fully gone. What and what's the other one, Doctor? What's that? Was it Doctor? Doctor Bad? Who? Doctor Badass? Badass? Yeah. What about Doctor Badass? Is he's he coming back? Really gone. He's never really gone. Oh man, he's he's in our hearts forever, man. <laughs> but yes. but in this season, in this season, and let's get to it because it, it's my favorite episode of the season, the imaginary friend episode. There's a character in this one that that mm. rivals my love for Doctor Badass. Yes. Oh, oh, is it Sparkle? No. No, it's not Sparkle. No. <laughs> I know who it is. He's my favorite too. So why don't you well, explain your love I, I for got him? Two, I got two that are awesome oh, oh, because by all l- means. let's talk about the imaginary uh, friend episode. What, what number episode? That is, is it? Uh, episode eight. And do you know the name of yep, it? Yep, it is uh, just my imagination, and it was released on December second, two thousand fifteen. Oh wow! <laughs> Damn. Okay. Well, that's Dang, a girl. good information. Good research. Yeah, I do it once in High a while. High five. Woo! Ow. All right. Uh, <laughs> 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 that was an audio high five. Um, yeah, it's, it's super cool because apparently somebody is running around and killing imaginary friends or somebody or something, right? Right. 
So we get to meet, um, first of all, we get to meet Sam's imaginary, imaginary friend. friend, Sully. Yes, oh my God. he's the best! Sully is the like fucking him? best. Yes! You like him? But yeah. he's not No, the he's favorite. not what I'm talking about. He's, he's, not, not, he's not my favorite, but I okay. think Sully is the best. He's like the oh, sweetest, most sincere the, ever. He's gotta be the air guitar guy. Yes! Yeah. Weems! Weems! Yeah! <laughs> okay. But anyway, Weems. Sully, so let's, let's get away. I just realized, because I was like, I just watched that episode earlier. So it's like, but Sully, you're right. It's like, Sam just needed somebody that was like super supportive, that was mm-hmm. going to talk to him and mm-hmm. get yep. through like, because it seems like Sam was left, like there's a lot of child neglect. Oh, yeah. Uh, with yeah, there's <laughs> a whole lot. Clearly yeah. where it's just like, dude, you just like left this kid like on mm-hmm. his own, like by himself, like right. whatever. I'm, no wonder he had a fucking imaginary friend and like they yeah. gave him shit for it. It's like, dude, the kid's not at school. He's got he, like he's got nothing. Like yeah. he needs a fucking imaginary friend. And you're right, though. Like Sully is yeah. Sully is like the sweetest dude. And he's <sighs> the reason this whole episode like starts because people are killing off imaginary friends and uh and sparkles is the first to die right yeah and sully has (laughs) sully comes in because he's all like upset because his friend because they apparently all the imaginary friends know each other (laughs) yeah Um, all of them (laughs) yeah apparently they're called they're called what are they're called zana oh there's some kind of yeah and they share a psychic link so yeah oh yeah so like but even some of them like date each other it seems yeah it, like there's a boyfriend and a mermaid situation like whatever yeah. yes it's a fun episode but i love uh when they go investigate the sparkle murder scene yep and uh and then they walk in and like uh he gives them the ability to see everything in the imaginary world mm-hmm. and it's like all sparkly blood <laughs> like glitter because he glittered even in death you know and even his blood was like literally and it was like his body's there and like whatever and then the mom comes in and is just like trampling through and everybody's like completely like disgusted because they can see it and she can't yeah. and she's got her got his blood all over her, her face oh and, she's like, standing right in it <laughs> like, she's touching her face she's touching her face she's oh. touching her face ah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What I don't understand, though, is it seems that these imaginary friends recycle kids, you know, so like they have a kid and then the kid grows up and they don't need their imaginary friend anymore. And then they like go on to like a different kid. Right. And to me, that seems like really weird because they seem to be kind of like a reflection of what that child needs at the time. So like Sully is perfect for what Dean or um, Sam needed at that time. A super mm-hmm. supportive, like nice, encouraging uh, friend when the rest of his family was like cold and calculating and the rest of his life was really fucking scary. You know, like his brother and his dad are off hunting demons and fucking monsters all the time. And he needed kind of a sweet, supportive, you know, friend like that. Something that could kind of ground him, you know, give some stability. Right. Yeah, and and telling him that he didn't have to be a hunter and, like, he could make his own choices and he could do whatever he wanted with his life and things like that. But he was also supportive of him him wanting to be a hunter, too, because, Mm -hmm. like, Sam's sitting there wanting to go on hunts as a little kid, and he's like, maybe it'll be your turn next time, you know? Like, never know. And uh, so, I don't know. Fun, fun episode. And Weems, oh, my God. Well, there's the mermaid, and then, yeah, and then, like, actually, when we get to the point where, like, yeah, they're, they're, we're just about to find out who's killing everybody, but we, like, Weems is, like, 
like there's just the whole uh, banter like, of what's, like. What's your well, special ability? I play air guitar. I'm like, so do I, I but. Yeah, yeah. And then, but he, like, really plays air guitar, like, all the guitar noises, and, like, was really just, oh, my I, God. I, I Dean was impressed. You can tell Dean was impressed, but he still yeah. played it off, like, whatever. I, I, yeah, I felt like, I actually felt like Dean was just like, oh, my God, I want him to be my imaginary friend. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, in that instant. That's the way he looked at him. The way he looked at him, where I was like, oh, yeah, he wants, he, he wants some of that. He gave, yep. he gave Reams them, them uh, fuck me eyes. Yeah. He was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dean is basically a living embodiment of a twelve-year-old most of the time. So yeah, like, exactly. that would have been his perfect. He just shreds that Eddie Van Halen riff, mm-hmm. and I and I'm pretty sure just based on that riff that it really sounded like Eddie Van Halen, and <laughs> and uh, Eddie was still alive at the time. So uh, yeah. you know what's kind of interesting about that episode? Hmm. Uh, the guy who uh, plays Loki. Yeah, Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. No, in. In freaking the guy who yeah. plays Loki in in yeah Supernatural. Supernatural. Okay, yeah. He directed it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah. I was like, what? Tom Hiddleston? Because <laughs> no. I'm, I'm all... he's directing uh, Supernatural no. now. Oh, that'd be cool. pretty good. Um, yeah. So that's that's the imaginary friend episode. Definitely the highlight, the funnest episode of the season. I almost forgot that it was in this one because there's everything was just so grim and dire. It was. Yeah. It really is a grim, grim season, man. There yeah, isn't. They're like trying to find like god artifacts to take down the darkness, and I guess all these like artifacts only have like a one-time hit only. So if you wasted that like empowered item, doesn't work anymore. Right. So it's like, oh, this is really going to fucking suck. Yeah. Well, and then, of course, we got the whole, um, I mean, it's it's later on, we got the whole, like, uh, God decided to show the fuck up, and everybody's just like, where the fuck have you been? And especially, like, because Metatron now is, like, like, having a conversation with him, and, like, you know, and Chuck's writing a new book we'll, we'll call god chuck like just so you know future reference when we refer to chuck it's god <laughs> god is chuck uh, chuck is god i mean i would think if you're familiar with this yeah so it's just like we're just like at the end it's just you know like we so like we're releasing lucifer lucifer gets out rowena is really dominant mm-hmm. in this season rowena is like all over the place and i love rowena like, I do too. She is actually one of my favorites, and like, you know, she seems like she's like a bad seed, but you know, she's always she always ends up kind of doing the right thing. Like she's always convinced to do the right thing somehow. But um, she always has her ulterior motives. But then she finds out that like mm-hmm. the right thing is actually works in her favor. But she's always trying to you know usurp some sort of power. And then we you know and then we got like what what's his name um. What the fuck is his Crowley? Name? Crowley, like trying to uh, rear Amara, like from childhood up. That's mm-hmm. all happening yeah. in this season. But um, I think, yeah, there's like just so much going on in this season that it's just like holy shit. Like, but that's how it always starts. Like season one, there's all this development. Season six, there was all this development because it's yeah. like every five seasons, like. You know, season five kind of felt like an end. Season ten kind of felt like an end, and now mm-hmm. we're back to season eleven, and we're like developing all this stuff, and we're developing a lot of shit here, and so it's kind of it's kind of hard to keep kind yeah. of track of, right? Yeah, it it is. I really like <laughs> Rowena a lot. I Me think uh, okay. she's a cool character. Um, 
her it's great accent. Oh, her her accent is it's, fucking marvelous. Dude, I love when she taunts Carly like Fagus. Like, like she, she gets more and more harsh with the taunting as the episodes go on, and I absolutely love it because Crowley hates it so much. She drags out that Fergus when she says it to Fagus. Fagus. <laughs> yeah, but oh. what I don't like um, is that, especially in like season twelve. Like, everyone is always, like, capturing Rowena and using her for, like, everything. And, like, every solution they come up with to, like, solve any major problem, they're like, well, we're going to need to go grab uh, Rowena and we'll make her do this. You know? Yeah, and they it's kidnap just, like, her a lot. Dude, stop it. This is, like, the most powerful witch in the planet. Like, you know, like, everybody needs to stop yeah. fucking kidnapping She's Rowena. She's the of the king of hell. I know, right? <laughs> like, what the hell, man? I know. They're always, like, chaining her up and, like, do this spell or else. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> what the fuck? I have shit to do, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you not kidnap me for, like, one episode? <laughs> Can you just, like, knock on my door and ask me nicely? I'll just go and do it. It'll just save me the time. Yeah, and then God, she, I, she ends up becoming, ahead. like, part of the crew, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I mean, ultimately, yeah, that's how, like, it's ultimately, like, all these people are fucking work, working together. But at this point, we don't know what the agenda is with Chuck because it's, like, or God. Yeah. Because, like, we don't, like, oh, why are you showing the fuck up now? It's kind of like in real life. Like, wait, you haven't been here in how fucking long? Like, and now you're going to show the fuck up? Like, what? Yeah. Like... Like, what's, what's, like, what are you trying to do, you know? I right. mean, well, obviously, his whole thing is trying to stop the darkness. But that's really not, that's, yeah. I don't, you know, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't feel that, you know, he's, it seems like there's a weird self-serving interest in there, too, but it's, oh, of I course. Know, it's just, yeah. it's just, I don't know, it's, it's just, there's a lot to unwrap in this episode, and I just hate, like, all this development, because you can't really talk about it without talking about, like, follow-up seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You right. can't say, like, oh, well, I know why they're doing this, and so, like, I guess we'll have to circle back when we get to 12, 13, 14, 15, like, hey, do you remember in season 11 when they, like, were talking about this? Like, this is why. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely. Adam, you got a favorite episode or anyone you want to mention besides the imaginary friend? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Gotta find out what episode is. God damn it! Scrolling the wrong way. All right, Christine. Uh, episode four. Episode four. Yeah, the entire fucking episode is shot from the Impala. Oh, I didn't see that one. Do you guys remember yeah. that one? I must have missed that one because I don't recall I that one. I'm going. I'm like scrolling right now. I'm gonna. I'm. I the name of the episode sure. is Baby. Oh. Yeah, okay. I'm looking at it. Okay, so it's all oh, about the car. Oh, I do remember that episode, yeah. It's all yeah. about the car, because they call it Car Baby, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, now, I keep asking Christine this, because, like, I, I watch a lot of this, especially more now than I did earlier, but, like, that car's been destroyed so many times, right? Or several times, at least, right? Total, yeah, yeah it gets totaled at least twice. Yeah. So, does Dean just rebuild it? Is that all that happens? Yep. That's yep. the simple explanation? Yep. Yes, because there's previous episodes where he was doing that. So we okay. just assume now that's what he does. Yeah. Okay. Like, he used to do it, like, at Bobby's place, or, like, then after Bobby died, he was at Bobby's place building his car. Like, we just assume now that he just, like, reveals, um, or he, uh, repairs his car there, or, like, whatever, so. All right. Okay, that's good enough explanation for me. I so- told you. What what is, I know I know but I don't believe it. You're like, but dude no, I, it can't be I, the I same see, car. 
Well, dude, I've seen it like completely blown up before. It like got where there, there's no way even the body is still like well, some able of the to be people fixed. People got blown up and they come back just fine. Yeah, but the, the car, it doesn't it didn't go to heaven or hell. It probably has a soul. You know what? That car probably has it's a soul. It's the metallic car, dude. Yeah, so It's the metallic car. It's baby. So it's what's baby. the premise of baby besides the fact that it's shot from the car? Car's hunting. perspective. They're it's just cool. Yeah, that's just hunting and yeah, it's from the car's perspective though. Yeah. So okay. like all everything is shot <laughs> from the car. The car. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Alright, well, um, it sounds like fireworks have just started, uh, at least outside of our house, because it's the 5th of July. And Wait, can, you know, I just, can I just tell you what my, my favorite... Oh, we're going to get to it. I'm, I'm just mentioning that, that's all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you didn't hear them outside my window already? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not yet. Okay. No, uh, yeah, so Baby, and what's your favorite, Trisha? So, I mean, obviously I like the one with the imaginary characters, but I think for... Development-wise, I actually... There's two that are back-to-back. I think they have to go hand-in-hand, but Mm -hmm. I like episode 20 and episode 21 uh, that don't call me Shirley and all in the family. And that's just because that's when Metatron, like, goes to, like, this bar. Like, he's, like, a homeless dude, and, like, like, it starts out, he's eating a pastrami sandwich, and then there's this dog begging for food, and then suddenly he's in this bar, and Chuck's there. And this is when we find out that God took over... Like, there's the development of the goddess Chuck thing right. who took over, the supernatural author, like, whatever. Right. Um, and just the way, you know, those conversations are going and talking about, like, you know, there's, like, questions, obviously, that Metatron has, and he's trying to, and then, like, we find out that he's trying to write a new book or, like, multiple books or, like, whatever the fuck, and it's, like, kind of weird. And then we also go into episode uh, 21, which is then sam and dean actually meet with chuck and know that he's god yeah uh that sort of whole scenario and i think uh i'm not sure if it's in the same episode but then we find out like uh like because metatron had a meeting and he knows what the book is about and so like after sam and dean meet with him they're kind of like uh, he's like, oh, well, we all need to meet now because, like, he's not, like, obviously God is being deceitful, it seems. Mm-hmm. What a surprise. Or he's not being fully, like, upfront about what mm-hmm. his agenda is, right? Yeah. So, like, then we find out that, like, uh, like the book is more like a, uh, like a end, uh, end all, be, be all, end all kind of thing because he wants the darkness to go away. And if the darkness goes away, then God goes away and then everything ends. That's, like, the thing. Yeah. So, like, you know, the, he's like, fills them all in. So, I mean, I think, obviously, going into all, like, the end of the next couple of the season, it's just, like, that is, like... That's it, big, right? That's big. And they usually do this at the end of um, <clears throat> these kind of seasons. It's, like, this is the... Uh, this is where the plot really lies. You know, mm-hmm. usually season 20 or, like, episode 20, 21, 22, like... This is where the real plot is. Like we got some development, but got to right. pay attention to these episodes because that's where that's where it is. Right, and I think quite literally, like the last episode is called like Alpha and Omega, isn't it? Yes. Or, or something like that. Yes. The the last one of the season. Yeah. That's that's where yeah. we have. And I mean, it's referring to the light and the darkness, and we get resolution in that. So let's talk about how it wraps up the season in the last episode. So. From my memory, if I remember correctly, um, basically what ends up happening is they reason with Amara and 
well, her and God come to an understanding because apparently she was just destroying everything because she was jealous of God's creations Mm -hmm. um, because it was taking away from the family time that she had with God and, and that time that they had together. And he was always focusing on his creations, a.k.a. Earth and humans and angels, uh, rather than hanging out with her. And so basically she just got spiteful and started destroying everything. And so then they just decide to go off hand in hand to go have family time and they leave. They both leave the world. Yeah, right? doesn't Lucifer you know, join them I mean, too? We all know having families, it's not that fucking simple. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's it's like, not that ca- simple. I don't care who your fucking sibling is. is if you had some fucking major issues for fucking a long period of time, right. you're going to have them again. Right. So, you know, like, yeah. hey, this is all fucking said and done. It's not fuck. We all know. We all know. It's not yeah. said and done. It's we not know. that easy. We know. Mm-hmm. No. And and then what happens to... They get Lucifer out of Castiel at the end of this season, right? And they think they kill him. Yes, they think they put him back in the box. They think right? they put him. Yeah, it's right. They think they the put cage. him back in the cage, um, but but then uh, <laughs> but. Crowley uh, imprisons him in his old body, right? In a chair in a, I guess a protected like box chamber to have uh, Crowley do his bidding to him. Right, but we really don't actually find that no, out. No, not in this, in this season. season. That, that's a revelation in the beginning of season twelve. Is that Crowley has <laughs> Lucifer chained up. And yep. hilarity ensues with that. Oh, boy. And also, uh, you were wrong about Mary Winchester coming back in season 11. It's not till season 12. It's not uh, season 12? Oh, okay. Surprise, everybody. Right. I'm sure you already watched it anyway <laughs> if you're listening to this at this point. And if you haven't, I'm oh, sorry. Oh, well, it's actually. For fucking six years. It, it, is, it is actually at the end of the last episode because, oh, I, yeah, Amara brings back Amar or no God brings back Mary at the very last part of the last episode as a oh. thank you to Sam and Dean for what they did for him. And then that that's how the season ends, right? It's like she like yeah. walks out of the woods. And they're just like yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. Just the very that. last scene. I, mean, yeah. I forgot, you know, yeah. just Yeah. So we, we don't actually right. get to see her do anything. She just actually like walks out of the woods like She's just there. Oh, here I am. I'm a character I'm in the show now. Right. I'm here. I'm ready for season 12, guys. You gotta wait now. (laughs) Exactly. Is there any other resolution we didn't get to? Does anybody else die? Think so? I don't think anybody, like, dies. It's just, like, there's actually, like, like I said, you know, every time you start in the first, Mm -hmm. the first of five, um, it's not about resolution. It's all about, like, beginnings at this point, so. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Any other episodes we want to mention or anything else? Adam, you got anything else? Nope. Christine? No, I'm good. You're good on this season. Yeah, I mean, it's just not a fun season. It has one of the funnest episodes Yeah, but it's just so grim that it's just not, like, very memorable when it comes to, like, you know, a supernatural musical or having some imagination, you know, imaginary friends hunting with the Winchester boys. Yeah, I just didn't care for the darkness story, like, overall, and the, like, the Mark of Cain story overall. See, that's the thing, though. It's, like, it's actually really important going forward yeah. so it's, it's like it's, but it's just like the reason that you didn't like season one 
or you know of of like how it started because it was like they so many they put so much in Mm -hmm. the season for development where you're just like this fucking you think it sucks but then you're gonna be like oh like you know you're gonna have those moments where you're gonna be like oh that's why like oh we were thinking like that's why i like the show like we were thinking way ahead yeah totally we have we wrote five seasons already right like they they probably wrote these in groups of five or something or just like you know or Story arcs, at least story arcs, yeah, yeah. Adam, did you have something you wanted to add? Yeah, like, I don't know, like, this, I didn't quite mind, like, the uh, Mark Kane aspect of it, the continuation from previous seasons, and the darkness thing, that was, like, all all fine, it's just that, like, it just ground so Mm. slow, Mm. Yeah, and they only had, like, the one super fun episode where it's, like, you know, I don't know, like, like as, as we, were, we were talking, you know, in, like, in person outside of the podcast, and I was like, dude, it just, like, it's tedious. Yeah. Like, can I, can I get some, like, ep- like season one and two-ness back, you know? Yes, like, yes. And that, and well, that, that kind of takes on, though, it, it does, like Trisha was saying, though, it, it kind of takes on the uh, foreboding that the darkness is coming, though. You know what I mean? Like, the yeah. feel of the show of this whole season, like... The darkness yeah. is coming, and the show kind of feels like and, that episode to episode, where it's just yeah. like, my God, what a slog, you know? Yeah, and and there's forthcoming episode characters and episodes that like kind of make it worthwhile, but man, it's like, yeah. it's a struggle. Which it is, is it was even weirder because like we we're, we're talking off to the side and like, hey Adam, do you think you could have this uh you know this season watched by blah? I don't know if I have time for that. And then I just fucking in like <laughs> two weeks just finish the entire fucking series. Like, fuck it. I, I want to be done. <laughs> yeah. Well, season 12 and 13 so far for me are pretty good and they're better. And especially 13. We're in 13 right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm digging the storyline that we are in right now. We'll yeah. see how it goes. But so far, like three, four yeah. episodes in, I'm like, oh, this is kind of fun. It's yeah, kind of dark and like, fun. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. You said the word fun with supernatural. I appreciate oh that so I much. Just, I actually, I <laughs> like, I actually like how you're so participatory. Like how you just are like, I know what the fuck's going on, and I'm like really and see, mm-hmm. see, I knew it. I I'm, knew it. I'm trying like to give it. it an honest chance, and I would, uh, you know, as friends, we're all friends, right? Even if something yeah. isn't that interesting to me, if we're going to sit here and talk about it, I'm not going to just be a curmudgeon the whole time. I'm going to try to give it an honest, you know, chance, you know, as I would hope that you guys would if you watch something that, you know, you really didn't want to. I've committed to watching 15 seasons of this shit, so I can, <laughs> I can either be miserable, I can either be miserable in a total shit, or, or I can, can try to fucking some... join the party, right? Yeah, right. right Hell on, yeah. Man. Right on, man. I love it. I I absolutely love it. So, Cool. So I'm giving it an honest shot. I hope you guys listening are giving it an honest shot. Otherwise, we're just wasting our breath and doing this for ourselves. So whatever. That's fun, too. Uh, yeah, so that's the, end of the, that's the end of the episode. Now we have to go back and record some parts for the middle of the episode. Cause <laughs> this is so confusing. <laughs> Don't worry. I got it. I got okay. it. I got it all in control here. So, yeah, that's the end of this, uh, episode 57. We talked to uh, Nevermind, a uh, cool hip-hop artist from Thunder Bay, Ontario. Check out that in the beginning of the episode. And then 
Uh, yeah, he was fun. We had a nice conversation with him, found out a lot about his life and his music. Pretty cool. And um, we are still to talk about uh, Star Wars Bad Batch and Loki, but, 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 but you're you already about heard it. That earlier. Yeah, you already heard it. <laughs> yeah. You already so heard it. Thanks for listening to the thing yeah, that we, we appreciate that hasn't it. been recorded. Dude, Christine, Good that guys. one thing you said about Loki was fucking uh, genius, dude, dude. all the things you said in the Bad Batch blew my mind. Yeah, totally. Mm. That was fucking killer. I was genius. Genius. <laughs> I, I'm drawing a blank. I don't even remember it. <laughs> Is that blown away? <laughs> just blown, blown away. away, man. Yeah. So well, you know, I I just gotta say real quick that mm-hmm. it's good to be like back on the regular. Like I had a lot of stuff going on the past couple of weeks or whatever, and yeah. uh, fuck you yeah, know, we missed you. Yeah, we yeah, love you, Trisha. Missed you. I know. You and, and your adorable I'll... puppy. I know. So I'll be back. I'm, I'll be back on the regular. So I missed you guys. I hope you missed me. Unlike Teen, I like you for you, not just for your puppy. Uh, <laughs> I like them both equally. She likes me because I beat her ass at fucking old Sega Genesis Mortal Kombat. Oh, we're going for round two on that. Mm-hmm. I hope not. Wait, I just gotta say real quick, I remember when that game came out and we're like, dude, it can't even get possibly better than this. And like looking at it now, I'm like, oh my god, this is like the worst fucking game ever. Yeah. It's like like how did we think this was fucking awesome? This game fucking actually sucks. But it's fun to play. It's Mortal, fun to play. Mortal Kombat 2 is so much better than Mortal Kombat yeah. 1. Mortal Kombat 2 was like the one that really hooked people. Mortal Kombat came out and it was fun and everything and people liked it. But when Mortal Kombat 2 dropped and they like made the game much, much better. Yeah, it was like a yeah. leaps yeah. above the first one. Mortal Kombat 2 is kick-ass. The For first sure. one pretty lame. I was having a very hard time with those buttons. I was failing and I feel bad as a gamer. You feel bad? I feel no. bad. I should have done so much better. You're all right. At least you're playing it, you know? At least you're enjoying them old games and for what gaming. they're worth. All right, and so my mom is calling me, and I'm probably going to have to answer that. So that's the end of episode 57. Thank you, Christine. Thank you, Adam. And thank you, Trisha, for coming back. And thank you all for listening. If you liked what you heard, or even if you didn't like it, how about leaving us a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts? It would really help us out. And thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week.